Hey, Perry, did you see last week's episode, bro? <laughs> yeah. Darcy's totally a Westview, and she don't know what she's doing. She's trying to escape, and she did it, bro. She did it. Calm down, man. Half this bar hasn't watched it. <laughs> oh, bro, she's Agatha, bro. You know it, man. But yeah, guys, let's jump into uh, WandaVision. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Gizmo's Corner yet again. Today we're talking about episode seven. Shit, it, it is episode seven, right, guys? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> episode seven, breaking the fourth wall of WandaVision. Uh, I, I know. We're all excited to talk about this. I hope you guys are excited to hear it. And I'm sure you've all been talking about it as well because everything is coming to the field right now. Like everything is being broken down. Everything is being exposed. Everyone's coming forward as to who they really are. And I cannot wait to dig deep into this episode and talk about it and break that fourth fucking wall. Um, but hey, before we do that, guys, uh, we got to talk about something else. Last week, we did discuss a certain trailer for Justice League, the Snyder Cut. And we were hoping there wasn't going to be a trailer again between <laughs> then and now. But we got fucked and Mortal Kombat dropped their first official <laughs> Red Band trailer. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, first off, uh I don't know about you guys, but I love the way this movie looks. I'm I'm like so excited to see this. Uh, turn, yeah. Oh oh shit! Oh my god! I'm jumping the gun here. Uh, <laughs> um, roll call. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Roll. Call. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. My mind's a little shot today. Um, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> fuck. We are out of the panels, and if we're out of the panels, that can only mean one thing. Perry's in the house. Perry, what's going on, my man? Hey. Not too much, man. Just, uh, just looking forward to breaking everything down, geeking Heck. out over this trailer and this episode. <laughs> Heck yeah! And coming back, Louis. What's going on, brother? Hey, not too much, man. Really excited to be back. Very excited to talk about the trailer and the episode. Sweet and. We missed her last week. We missed her last week, guys. Uh, but she's excited to be back. We're excited to have her back. And uh, Jackie, Definitely. are you ready? Are you ready to dig in? Hell yeah. Um, I'm not going to be biased just because I'm in a Zack Snyder movie um, coming out May 21st, just to say. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, I'm excited about this trailer. I'm excited about talking about WandaVision. It's going to be lit and yeah we're going to get deep in this conversation thank Fantastic. you for having me back yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming back Jackie. <laughs> well fuck all right i already jumped the gun guys let's just jump right into the trailer uh initial thoughts uh like obviously i just said i loved it louis what were your first initial thoughts after you watched this man i was taken back to going to go see this originally in the 90s when, the, when they first announced it and how pumped I got because it's everything that I wanted back then but now and I feel like they have the right people I think Mortal Kombat 
still holds itself to be one of the better video game movies. But now this one, I think, is going to be the measuring stick, maybe, for what's going to come. Because like, I, I, I can't recall the last one that we've had video game related. Because I guess that's how I kind of compare them. But Mortal Kombat was a very cherished franchise that I know we grew up with. And now I want to see everything. And I, I got just enough of the Red Band trailer where I want more. And I don't expect it to be a 10 Academy Award winning movie of any sort or anything like that. So I don't need it to be anything more than what my childhood fantasy is. Right. But Sub-Zero, Scorpion. I'm glad that we didn't see much of Raiden because Raiden's one of my favorite characters. But it's, I love that they, had, they just give you just enough. There's a lot of mystery to it still. A lot of, a lot of gaps to be filled in. Definitely. Uh, Perry, p- picking up off of that, man, this being like, the, I mean, we all we all grew up in the 90s. You remember Mortal Kombat was one of the most controversial video games to come out. Oh, yeah. When you when you you were excited to have this game for Sega, like you you were so hyped, you couldn't wait to play it. So and especially like Louis said, after those first two movies that we got, we'll, we'll, we'll just stick with the first one for now, like seeing that. <laughs> seeing that in the theater and everything that was the video game movie like that was the i I must have i must have seen it in theaters like four times no shit oh man i went with (laughs) i went with my parents and my brother then i went my dad my brother my cousin separately and then like randomly like we were at the mall like with my aunt i was she's like what movie do you want to see mortal kombat it's like isn't that like Rated R, like, no, PG-13, I've already seen it twice. You don't have to worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, mom knows, mom knows. Just take me in there. (laughs) The only thing she'll be like, it's again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what what were your thoughts, man? Like, this being, like Lou was saying, like, that was, like, the bee's knees of video game movies to come out. Because, like, prior to that, we had, like, Super Mario Brothers and whatever else. I can't think of it because it didn't. Street Fighter, Street oh Fighter. yeah. Double Dragon. Before or after? Uh, Street Fighter, I want to say, well, it's fine. I'll, while we're discussing, I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> but, really? um, regardless, though, like, having that, like, that's that that's the video game movie for me where I'm like, that's the best video game movie of all time. Uh, most recently, like, we did have Detective Pikachu, and Sonic was actually better than what I, a lot of people thought it was going to be. Right. So, the wow. rapper to rapper? The what? For rapper to rapper, and Am I that old? <laughs> Y'all don't remember that? PlayStation? I do. Yeah. PlayStation. yeah, yeah. It was Mortal Kombat. You got Parapper to Rapper. You had Spider-Man. Like, it was, like, different. Oh, my gosh. Don't. Tomb Rob, Raider, don't Crush look Bandicoot. at me like that. Like. <laughs> I never heard of Parapper to Rapper. I think, you, I think, yeah. If you, I think if you see the picture, you'll. Yeah, you will know that was the it. best game. I'm that was like a, kind of like a t- guitar hero, right? You had to like match yeah, buttons. Yeah, you had to like yeah. match, the, the, match the buttons and the beat. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just looked. Street Fighter was a year before Mortal Kombat. No shit. Yeah. 94. Uh, and Mortal Kombat okay. 95. That, that explains. And that was like, like the same time for Rapper to Rapper came. <laughs> I'm gonna send this to you. Please <laughs> do. I'm so curious about this. Think, like I'm pretty. I'm pretty. When it comes it to nostalgia, so when it comes to nostalgia on video games, I'm pretty good about that. But I do not remember <laughs> that game at all. <laughs> Had a resurgence on uh, Robot Chicken like a couple seasons ago. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, he teamed up with Fifty. Oh, <laughs> Drop an album. But yeah, like like back to the trailer. I 
Like I was not expect I wasn't expecting much. Like after Annihilation, I know they had the uh they had the YouTube series for a while that got two seasons. Legacy. Mm. So, yeah, Legacy. I really enjoyed that one. And this looks like the best of both worlds. Like they took the first movie, combined Legacy, and like took all the good bits. And I was I had an open eye when I saw the trailer, got blown away. Was not expecting to see Goro like that. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> The the amount like that's what shocked me that when I was looking at the I know they're probably not they don't have the full cast and everything but we have characters that you don't really see often or we, I wouldn't have, have expected to see right at the gate for like a Mortal Kombat movie like Melina I guess so but you got Cole Young Cabal of all people uh, Kung Lao which you don't really see Cabal like, is Cabal is in there yeah he's in and I, you briefly see him I think with the mask I mean no shit. But yeah, man. Like some of these characters, I feel like they're gonna re not reimagine, but they're kind of like do a different kind of character story arc that we've been used to. Kano seems like he's gonna be going through his own different thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, saying, um, who do y'all use to pick when y'all play Mortal Kombat? That's what's very important. <laughs> that's a great question, <laughs> Louie. I know who you used to play with. Uh, well. Mortal Kombat, let's talk about, like, the first Mortal Kombat game, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. Louie, I, I think I remember who your your pick was, but... Uh... Yeah, my dude, Sub-Zero. Yep. Oh, okay. That was always, that was my guy. Mine was Luke Kang. I was, but... mm-hmm. I was, a, I was Scorpion. Me too, Rob! Right. I was about to say that, yep. See, that's <laughs> why we're here. We're here. <laughs> I used to love watching the game break sometimes, like, when... Like if you're playing a Sub Zero or playing against Sub Zero, and sometimes the animation will break when you get frozen. <laughs> like one time, oh yeah. Like one time I was playing, I was playing my cousin, and like I froze him as he was like hit me with the scorpion spear, and it just like stopped, and like got like one HP, and then just slowly started retracting into his frozen body. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, uh... the great thing about the trailer is that it did everything right. To kind of give homage to the original, it's bloody, it's cheesy. Yes. Like I don't know about how you. Get, well, I know you. You both said that you picked Scorpion. As very like, what did you think of the delivery? Of the get over yeah. here. Like, I thought I, it was terrible. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I love it. Do you <laughs> really? I love it. Yeah, I love it, bro. It sounded like <laughs> Ar- it sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. Like he's doing the ADR. Get over here to the chopper. <laughs> you know, that's what I am expecting it to be so cringeworthy when it comes to the writing, like, but everything so? else is gonna be top notch. No, I hope it's exactly how we like grew up watching it. You know, I hope kids can look at it and be like, "Oh shit! Like, what? What is this? Like, what's going on?" True. I want to um, walk out of that theater see little kids beating themselves up in the aisle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you see. What? <laughs> you know, like, a, like, like that shit, shit that we did, though. This <laughs> one just... came out at ninety-five years old, nine years old. I know we feel so old. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I want to take my uh, nephew to see this. That's for sure. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's it, my my nephew's not old enough to see this. I'll I'll show him the first one, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> first one holds up. I did actually just watch that not too long ago. It was on like HBO or something like that. Yeah, we watched First it on my one, birthday last year too. It was terrible. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was upset. 
with the first one? Yes. I was upset. Just everything about it. I was like, I can't. I can't do. I felt that way about Annihilation. I was going to say, maybe the second one probably just, like, took its place for me. And I feel better that we got the first one. Yeah. You know, after the fact. (laughs) Suffered from the same problem Street Fighter had. Well, among other things. They learned nothing. Too many, too many characters. Yeah, not enough story to go around. Yeah, <laughs> is that well? Fuck, they had fucking um, what was it? Like they had uh, Mataro for some reason. Yeah, you know. Then they had oh, yeah. uh, Shiva. Shiva, and she lasted a second. Rain uh, got taken out right away. Brought yeah. in Sector and Cyrax, right? Yeah, yeah, and like they really didn't. Oh no, they yeah, they both died. I think. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. Uh, I was only her. Max showed up for the last fight. <laughs> yeah, Ermac. And then he, and then we got also got Noob Sabot. Yeah, mm. yeah. I was only hurt if I felt the need to be sexy. <laughs> like, okay, like I'm gonna kill you while being sexy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need Scorpion. I don't need anybody else. Like, yeah, it's definitely gonna be her. <laughs> that, that's how I felt when I. If I wanted to be sexy, I was Kano. <laughs> so I'm just every time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know he was Australian, but he was apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was. See, yeah, it's, it's shit like that. Like all the stuff that I see, I'm like, oh man, this is great. Yeah. So I I don't know if you guys like know know like. A lot of the story. I, I, first of all, it doesn't really matter what the story is, as long as they hit us with awesome action. I give mm-hmm. a shit if they if it's a good story or not. You know, it seems like they're. This is like huge fan service, just straight out of the trailer. I mean, we're seeing fatalities, we're seeing combos, anything that anything that showed Scorpion in the tra- or not Scorpion, uh, Sub Zero in the trailer. It was like, oh my god, you know, straight up to the point where I think it. I think he's fighting Scorpion, actually, and he cuts mm-hmm. some, catches the blood, freezes it into a dagger, stabs him, makes an ice wall, and throws him through it. Like, that's how I felt when I watched Robert Pattinson in the Batman trailer Batman. beat the shit out of that yeah. the Joker for the first... You know what I'm talking about? Like, that's it. That I was felt- vicious. I felt mm-hmm. the exact same way about that that trailer as I did about this with Sub Zero. Um, it does look like Sub Zero is going to be the main antagonist for the most part in this. Yeah, I think a- it's yeah, I think it's going to be for sure. Like, he'll be the what is it the inciting the inciting moment. Uh, I guess I'm assuming the Jacks scene is going to be one of the first ones that we see, and that's what's going to kind of like push us to. The Mortal Kombat aspect, right? Like, there's an ancient tournament, and I'm assuming it's going to be like something like those who seek it out. But that's what I love about it. It's like you don't really need to rewrite much to make it interesting. Like, yeah. what I want to see is like actually stakes of these this contest, like it, where it gets to a point where it's like elimination round, kind of like you know, yeah, any sporting event where it's like, all right, this was our round robin. Like, this is who made it out of the groups, but now it's a fight to the death. Like, I want to see these fatalities. Do you think we're going to get, like, a bunch of red shirt kills where, like, it's just random fighters? Or do you think we're going to see some actual, like, main character deaths? I'm thinking we're going to see some main character deaths, but I know we'll get a lot of red shirts, too, because uh, in the trailer, like, who's the guy that Goro's jumping at? 
I don't know. Yeah. You know, like there's also another character that I think uh, Luke Kang is fighting where it's like it's just another random dude. Like, you know, you, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if we're going to get any friendships in this. Friendships? <laughs> the third, like the third, uh, third game fatalities. Babyalities. Let's get some yeah. babyality. Yeah. Baby-ality. <laughs> that's actually that's actually terrifying, though. Can you imagine it's like you're in a a tournament where you're just like a fight to the death, just like now nah, I'm just gonna turn you into a baby now. <laughs> We're just gonna de-age you thirty years, and now you're just everything. Everything up to that point didn't matter. Yeah. What I hope, I hope it just does us justice of what we grew up, you know compete and watching like that's what i hope like other than that then just do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> exactly. like if, yeah. if i walk if i walk out of there wanting to pick up mortal Kombat, yeah it's done its job <laughs> exactly fairy i agree mm-hmm. <laughs> Let, let's talk about the characters though that we do see in this trailer uh we do get obviously we get jacks who we get uh, i i didn't know this about Jax, but apparently in the games like he has a diff pair i think you told this to me he has a different origin of to as to how he loses his arms right it's different for every game like they've done like in originally i think when mortal Kombat 2 came out he'd done it on purpose he got and there was like exoskeleton arms then in like jesus i can't even remember how many mortal Kombat games there are there's like nine or yeah. ten yeah there's like there's oh, 11 now. Yeah, there's 11. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like number, I think it was number nine where they uh, they go back in time, so it changes again. And this time, Ermac takes his arms. And then it was like Rain in another, another timeline. But yeah, his, had, his arms have had more origin stories than Batman and Spider-Man combined. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see an armless Jax at some point. <laughs> He's bionic walk. legs. Oh my God, switch to legs. Yeah, he switches to legs. <laughs> All kicks today, boys. <laughs> yeah. I skip leg day. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be his intro, like bullshit talking or like shit talking. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> Um, so I'm uh, excited to see Jax. The last time we saw Jax was Annihilation. Although I don't know, I didn't watch much of the Mortal Kombat Legacy. So Legacy, Legacy. oh, Legacy was played by Michael Jai White. Yeah, I definitely gotta watch it. Yeah, you definitely check it out. I'm pretty sure you can watch the whole series on YouTube still. Uh, I yeah. I found it for a dollar at uh, Best Buy one day. Really? I would I would buy it. Oh oh yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I saw it. I was like a dollar for. Oh, I'm taking this. Watched it that night and uh and all it is is like you get the origin story of all the characters uh speaking of which do you remember the um that trailer that came out like prior to that where it was like a realistic version of mortal Kombat? uh yeah where it was like it was um it was jacks it was a long time ago yeah it was like jacks and sonya and it it was still uh michael jai white and I, th- I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was. And it wasn't so much a trailer as it was. A, it was a short film, but it was like they were talking to to a guy in a holding cell 
and like they're throwing like uh, folders down on the table that has mm-hmm. people's profiles in it. And it was like this guy, he mutilates his body and tattoos himself and uh, does body modifications. And it was like that was Scorpion or not Scorpion um, Reptile. And then they're like, then we got this guy who likes to freeze people. And that was Sub-Zero. And then at the end, you find Mm -hmm. out it was uh, it was Scorpion and Scorpion was going to be like your main protagonist in the movie, which it it was really cool, which ended up turning into Legacy, which Legacy was a really fun series overall. So I liked it a lot. They had a a lot of surprising cast cast picks for that. Like Casper Van Dien is Johnny Cage. Oh, yeah. They brought back Shang Tsung from the uh, from the movies. Yep. Really, I was hoping to see like a little cameo in the trailer of somebody from the first. Hey, there's still time. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. You're right. Wait, hold on. Did I miss something? Was I supposed to wear gray today? Oh yeah, today's <laughs> it's gray Monday. Gray. Well, you Monday. got the gray background. Never, never skip, <laughs> never skip gray day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say this for the thing. I don't know if you saw. Like, I had my I had my X Men sweatshirt. With me, but I got this bad boy on it. I saw that. I saw that. I was like, that's who I want to see. I want to see this well, this guy soon next year. Or Javier, because my <laughs> no, like seriously. Heard, no, I, yeah, no, I'm I'm Hispanic. I've heard both. So yeah, yeah. Because my my nephew, like <laughs> y'all laughing. No, we can, like my my half sisters. They're Puerto Rican, so like they pronounce as Javier. Mm-hmm. So like which. <laughs> Oh, like, do you go by Louise or? Oh, okay. I'll go by Louise, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, not Louis. These guys know. Oh, yeah, don't ever call him Louis. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would love a about Javier's school for gifted. Oh, yeah, that's the one down the road. the wrong school. I'm just saying. We get it all the time. The one <laughs> and like with the long hair, he does look Hispanic. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. I like I want to talk about episode six, which you guys missed, if that's okay. Oh, we're getting yeah. there. I'm okay, not done yeah. With Mortal you, Kombat you yet. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> talk about Jax. Sonya, I think is gonna be all right. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really get much of her. She was kind of just pushing the trailer along, it seemed like. Um yeah. well, we got uh, Cole seems very interesting. I don't know much about Cole. I guess he's a new character that was been introduced recently. Cole's or, Cole's Cole's brand new. Like he, I don't think he's from the game. Perry, do you know anything about Cole? Ooh, Cole's gonna, gonna die. Yeah, he's gonna be our new point of view character. So yeah. either he's gonna he's gonna die or he's gonna be the most powerful one. Mm. Or what maybe, maybe he might be another character, like an actual main character, and he's just like a misdirect. That would be cool. What do you guys think about Cole? Uh, th- this is the one thing where it's like it's kind of cheesy to me where I really don't care about the story aspect of it is when they're like, oh, you've got a birthmark. I'm like, bullshit. That's a fucking birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a birthmark that looks like a fucking dragon like that? Li- like you were branded with that as a baby. I mean, you haven't <laughs> seen mine, Rob. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have a dragon birthmark, Jackie? That we don't I mean, uh... Just saying. The tournament's been postponed <laughs> for COVID. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, the birthmark thing is kind of a reason why I'm like, all right, 
they're just kind of like really shoot. You're just really gonna like paint by paint by color, I guess, when it comes to like just whatever the plot's gonna be. Yeah. Got that uh, nah. The birthmark. What does that mean? I mean, he's had it since birth. Shut <laughs> 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 up. Wait. <laughs> Never heard of birthmark before. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, All right. So, oh, who? So, whose character? You guys watched it just just now. Whose character was it that has the the birthmark? It's Cole. Cole. It was just Cole. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hmm. But they said they mentioned imagine like, Perry being born in that world. He's like, it's a fucking birthmark. Like, what do you want me to? They kind of they like mentioned. I think they mentioned during the trailer that like they found other participants like with that mark. So is that going to be like I don't know? Maybe are people tagged from birth to fight in this tournament, or is it like something oh. that just up? See, that'd be really interesting if like you were tagged at birth, but you were never raised that way at all. So you're never going to be a champion. Ooh, maybe that's how the red shirts come about. Like they're just random people yeah. that like yeah. have yeah. a combat. They, yeah, it's a selective chance. What the chance fuck of the am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to fight to the death. I don't want to. Like, um, yeah, some teamster truck driver is all of a sudden transported <laughs> to, to the other world and it's just like fight this four-armed, six-armed man. Right. They'd be like, but you have the birthmark. Yeah, he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I really want this to be the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my mama Duke's branded me with that. I ain't born with that. <laughs> That's a croc tattoo. <laughs> it's a, it's a crack it's dog. It's not That's a dragon. dragon. Oh my god. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Oh god. Make that a Mortal Kombat DLC coming like later this year. <laughs> what, what do you guys think about Kano? Uh, I, I was curious about that in the trailer because it seems like he's going to be part of the good guys at least what it looks like. What what do you guys think about that? Because we've always known Kano to be a an asshole. Perry? An interesting choice. Like I I'm assuming I have to assume he's gonna turn on them at some point in the movie. But it was also weird to see like <clears throat> he's rocking a burn instead of the metal plate. And also he's got his eye laser, which I like how <laughs> mm-hmm. which is weird for me asking how when we have like sub zero scorpion and <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Theoretically, that is not accurate. He's <laughs> shooting a laser out of his eye, but he is missing a metal plate. But uh, go on. <laughs> it's like that's that's my one hangout throughout the entire trip. <laughs> yeah, it's. He seems like he he seems like he's got the uh, seems like he's got the mannerisms down. It was great seeing his fatality. <laughs> Kano wins. <laughs> Jackie, what do you... oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. If he's like, if he's gonna be the one like yelling that stuff out, I'm here for it. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd like if he, if he's the one, he, if he is the only one shouting the like, say, oh my god, if he pops in like randomly as someone's fighting and goes, <laughs> see, see, yes, yes, that'd be great. They could do it right. They can do yeah, that I shit agree. right. Jackie, what do you think of, uh, like, as far as Kano goes? Like, are, 
are you thinking like he's probably going to flop at some point or do you think he's going to stay on the good guys team? See, it's hard with him because he flip flops. And um, like, I agree with Perry when, <laughs> when that situation comes about. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think he will be on a good side this time. Um, you know, movies, they like to exaggerate everything. And he might be an antagonist. Who knows? Um, we'll see in this upcoming movie. Because um, they're not going to make it obvious where Scorpion is, you know, going to like run it all, you know, because that's where what we're expecting as fans we grew up watching him and we grew up seeing how he works and stuff like that we always picked him to be like someone who can beat somebody else so <laughs> he is he is like a huge fan favorite i think the majority yeah. of like the i could be wrong here but it does seem like everyone does the majority of the fans of moral combat usually do lean towards scorpion i mean they made an animated movie about him too you know exactly one of the cool things now they bring it up jackie actually is with scorpion too it seems like we get an origin story with him in the trailer as well like Mm -hmm. you see him like before he's donning the the ninja suit and everything but like it seems like at least what people are speculating anyway that this is um him in like his home area and then he's being attacked by sub-zero's clan that's what the fan theory is anyway and you see him take a gardening tool and turn it into his classic get over here weapon um mm-hmm. so it's going to be you un- it's going to be interesting to see like the actual background for scorpion being portrayed on film i'm i'm really excited to see that what do you guys think about not having johnny cage I didn't even see him at all. I feel, I feel like we're they're gonna have a placeholder for him, meaning that there's gonna be a character that is gonna take his place, and then they'll probably be expendable, or they'll mention him as like kind of I don't know, as like a billboard or something that like I don't see him being a part of the tournament, and if he is. I'm not sure in what capacity. If he's a contestant, you think he might be a red shirt? Yeah, I think he might be a red shirt, or he'll be in some other way, shape, or form. Like, uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think I was thinking about that too. I feel like there's going to be a, like a placeholder, somebody that's going to be Johnny Cage like, or they'll have him, and then he'll just kind of like in the first movie, he'll just be like, "No, I'm not doing that." Straight blow him off. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about him. Like, I forgot all about him, to be honest. Um, Maybe they're saving him for something bigger than what they're putting out. So maybe they're saving him for the next one. (laughs) That's something a lot of people are are talking about as well is, uh, you know, maybe he'll you know maybe they have a planned out for a sequel and mm-hmm. you know he'll show up i'm also intrigued the fact that we're getting melina in here mm-hmm. yeah and not like... no katana yeah i feel like katana <laughs> might show up though you think so yeah i think the trailer did just enough to satiate like our thirst for for blood and fatality for lack of a better term 
so yeah, I think we're going to see like a lot of characters, but you know, like we mentioned before, Perry mentioned before, like you don't want to get into the too many characters type of thing. But if they do get to that point, then I do want to see a lot of I want to see a lot of death, <laughs> a lot a lot of fatalities, a lot of stuff going on. Or there's Let- just a scene of uh, Goro just like beating up multicolored ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finish him. But who's one? Who's one of the worst characters to be in the video games? Uh, I hated I hated Striker for a long time. Striker. Yeah, I'm ashamed I didn't say that first. Um, <laughs> that was so, the cop one, right? So, that was the yeah. guy that was a cop. Yeah. He was like, yeah. He had like the he had a baton like, and a grenade. One of the dumbest <laughs> costumes Stupid. and one of the most cheapest attacks. He had, he wore a backwards hat, didn't he? Wasn't he like a bro? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, man. he had like the the nightstick that was like was so. Yeah, that was. I think was that the cheap one. Uh, that's the cheap yeah, thing. It was yeah, like that, that one. That one in the low, the low grenade throw. We just oh, kept like yeah. hitting people in the knees with it, because then you could like knock them into the baton and like keep that going like almost infinite. Where you're like, uh, 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 <laughs> and like your entire life is gone. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of other characters that are really. Couldn't stand. If they throw Striker in there, where it's like, Stryker I hope he dies first. first. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. though. Like Striker versus Goro, that. and like that's where like. <laughs> How great would it be if Striker was part of like the? Well, I, I'm assuming like special force team that Sonya and Jax are part of, and he's like Sub Zero is the, that's the first guy that he kills is just Striker, just makes him explode. <laughs> Striker <laughs> He reminds me of like Fast and Furious, like oh, God. just <laughs> exaggerating his character, like <laughs> <laughs> just too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't. Oh God! See, the great thing about Mortal Kombat is like most of them are pretty solid. One other character, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but Reptile showed up in the trailer as well. Really? Not in the one you I did? saw. Yeah, yeah, he's a. Uh... It's it's right at the end of the trailer. You gotta like pause, play, pause, play, pause, play, pause, play. And I think I hate saying this, but I'm pretty sure like at the end of the the trailer when Kano Kano wins and he's holding the heart, I'm pretty sure that's Reptile's heart because uh, you see him punch into Reptile's chest in the trailer. See, I gotta watch it over again. I only saw like the one minute and like twenty second one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a red. Well, I'm assuming the red band. Perry's watching oh. it right now. Is the red band. Perry <laughs> popped it back on again. Wait, I gotta fucking see this. It's right. Just, like, yeah, just, I just keep talking. Don't yeah, worry about me. Perry, like, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm assuming the red band, right? The red band. Yes, show? it's the red band. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Damn. I can't believe I missed that. All right. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great if he ripped out his heart and he's just like, all right, well, he's got more than one heart, or he's kind of like undead. Like, it's not. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Just pops back up round two. <laughs> Just, yeah, it puts it right back into his chest. Oh, Boy, man. He's a reptile. He can, like, have to do, like, a regenerative factor of some kind. Oh, man, imagine that. Kaino wins. Reptile stands back up. Round two. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's fucking awesome. See, that's the shit that I want to see. <laughs> that's what I want. Give me good um, martial arts, good action, a lot of blood and gore. Mm-hmm. Brand of thing here and there, and call it a day. Heck yeah! I mean, with that though, sorry. 
There you go. I was just going to say before before we move on, because uh, anything else about the trailer anyone wants to talk about? Louis, go so, for it. Sub-Zero, when I was looking at this, is played by Joe Taslam, who is phenomenal. And that's what makes me feel very, very confident about the martial arts of this movie. Uh, I've just been recently watching this show called Warrior. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or not, but it is two seasons. It premiered on Stars. I'm not sure if it's ongoing or not. But it's a Bruce Lee-created story about a Chinese immigrant that moves to pretty much Gold Rush, California to work on, like, railroad or whatever. But he's a Chinese immigrant, and it's obviously, like, very festered with, like, racism, xenophobia. But the core of it is that he is brought in to be part of an axe gang, or hatchet gang. And it's, like, Bruce Lee-created, so it's, like, very kung fu-esque phenomenal martial arts the cinematography is very good the production is like stars hbo quality so it looks very much time period-esque mise-en-scene is great and the great thing about it is like the fight scenes aren't like rotating people like kung fu hustle style which i love by the way but it's like no like i'm here to like beat you down or kill you it's one or the other so it's very like it, i know Perry like this a lot the main character i'm pretty sure is using Jeet Kune Do. so like his moves are brutal and just to the point to just knock you down. But the guy, one of the main antagonists is the guy playing Sub-Zero and who's also been in the Raid Redemption. Oh, shit. In Star Trek Beyond. So this guy is, like, phenomenal. I cannot stress enough. Like, I love Warrior. If you like martial arts, definitely watch this show. It's on HBO Max. And this guy is, like, I'm I'm so excited to see him as Sub-Zero. Do you, do you know who he was in uh, in the Raid? Uh, I have his IMDb. Um, I haven't seen The Raid in a while, but it's... That's like one of the best action movies. I love Oh, I love The Raid. So brutal. So beautiful. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Uh... I'm going to tell you a funny story. So... Jaka. Sorry. Um, like, growing up, uh, we moved to, like, different places, right? And... I, me and my sister, we got enrolled in a karate class and it was like martial arts. So we're, you know, doing our little practice fighting or whatever. And the sensei was like, oh, it looks like you guys fought before. Like, what is this? Like, because we're white belts and we like, we fucking grew up in the hood. I was like, this is this is how we like roll. Like, you want to fight? Like, we fight. <laughs> and then, like, we didn't have no money to go back. So, like, I'm gonna just let you know that, like, white belts and stuff like that, it don't matter. <laughs> no, <laughs> <I'm kidding. man. laughs> it's like surrounded by a pile of kids on the mat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They like, who this? Like, who's this? <laughs> We like, all right, we ready. <laughs> uh, so, Jackie, you were you were saying uh, last week we kind of we might have forgotten some things. What what was it yeah. with y'all episode missed, six? What were some things we missed on? Y'all missed a little bit. Like y'all really hit some of the stuff, you know, even stuff that I'm like, oh shit, like I even thought about. Um, but Pietro, 
which is which I think um, I agree with you when he's definitely Mephisto. So, like he said, actually, and when he was talking to Wanda when they went out uh, trick or treating, he told her, "I'm trying to do my part. Come to town unexpectedly, create tension with the brother-in-law, stir up trouble with the rugrats, and." ultimately give you grief i'm like he told her exactly what he was supposed to do so he's supposed to do her his part which is come unexpectedly create tension with the brother-in-law stir up trouble with the rugrats and ultimately give her grief i'm like okay i watched that like 50 million times and I'm like, did he legit say this in front of everybody? <laughs> he did not give a fuck. And he, like, he just told everybody what he was supposed to do. So um, what you say, Perry? It's like the sarcastic confession. Yeah, exactly. Like, we were supposed to just, like, walk past that and not know what he was, like, talking about, you know? It was and, a, it, it was very straightforward. Like, it, it's there to make you really think about it too um the only thing that that like threw me off with that is him saying that doesn't remind me of the pietro that we had in age of ultron like he was more caring and loving he didn't want to give his sister torment or anything like that so it's like that's that that was the thing that stuck with me and I, i'm glad you brought that up jackie because that that wasn't something we talked about last week but uh between the that's how you can tell there's a difference between um the pietros uh, at, le- at least that's how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And mm. you could tell he was gaslighting her. And um, we'll talk about it when we talk about, like, the next episode. Because it kind of changed my theory. So... <laughs> do you want to... Yeah. Do, do you just not want to say it then? <laughs> no, like, I'll, I'll mention it. But, like, I won't talk about, like, what I think about it. <laughs> so... um. He made Wanda see, like, the dead corpse that they saw, which y'all did talk about. But with this corpse, she saw three bullet holes in her brother. Now, back in, you know, the Avengers, and she didn't, one, she didn't even see her brother die. Um, That's, the you know, the first thought. And second, he died with six bullets, you know, within like his back and you know his front um and when we saw him within this episode he only had three bullets so i'm like somebody's definitely gaslighting her um they want her to see exactly what uh traumatized her because um they want her to quickly just change her thought and mind of this reality that she's in so she can accept the fact that she wants to be like in this fantasy world. Jackie, I like that you mentioned gaslighting because I know the, the most recent episode is like that's heavy, that's a heavy theme. Mm-hmm. But dang, I didn't realize that they so we see previously Vision's dead corpse because they know that that's actually like physically there because she took it from the compound, but they need to fill in the gaps with Pietro because one that body is at the bottom of the ocean with Sokovia I'm pretty sure 
Mm-hmm. Unless unless they actually got no, it removed uh, or something. Hawkeye Hawkeye brought it on brought his corpse on board. Okay, but yeah, the fact that we see like the fact that you mentioned the bullets are wrong. They don't know the information, so they need to fill it in their own way. And that makes sense with a lot of things like, oh, that's not what I remember. Like when she talks about her her, like her childhood story and she's like, do you remember also that person with the scabs? And he's like, oh, you're testing me. And then they just move on right into the thing to the next gag to just kind of like gaslight her and just be like, no, let's go back to the script. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to what, what, like the what previously you know we've been talking about to not get you out of the illusion of this story that we're puppeting puppeting you through. I like that. Damn. Thank you. I think that. No, I agree with Louis. That was a that was a great point. Um, just using like smoke and mirrors. It's you know essentially which um, I honestly didn't even think about gaslighting. So I'm I'm very happy you brought that up. I'm. <laughs> Uh, gaslighting <laughs> went right over my head, but that that does make sense now. And uh, even um, this uncle Louie, I, I agree. Uh, even this uncle Pietro said, uh, "Westview is charming as hell." I think, like going back to what Rob said, like he's definitely Mephisto. Um, <laughs> um, for him to say it's charming as hell, and then him to say like. Um, release hell demon spawns i'm like oh my god like he he's... says a lot of dark satanic-y kind of yeah. stuff yeah yeah exactly but it goes back into what i see in episode seven where i'm kind of uh in a, a little you know i'm like i don't know because at first like Episode six got me. I'm like, yeah, he's definitely Mephisto. But then episode seven came. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he's not. <laughs> I know, and you're and you're second guessing that. You know why? Because it was Agatha all along. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So there's one thing that I was just looking up. I know take Wikipedia with a grain of salt, but. Pietro says, when you're in Shangri-La and you hear your sister calling you, like you go to her or something like that. Shangri-La, and Perry might like that, I think, well, I think all of us will. But Shangri-La is a part of the western end of the Kunlun Mountains. And I'm like, is that a reason why you mentioned that? Because that is a mystical place. I'm wow. like, yo, man, that's like a key, uh, that could be a pretty interesting hint. Considering, like, from what I think, fear, like, what's going on in the, this, the most recent episode. I mean, we did get, we did get a, you know, short glimpse of something mystical at the end as well. Yes. Um, which I'm, I'm very curious to see what everybody thinks about that. It's an artifact. Let's, let's just keep that in mind when we get to it. But I'm very curious to think to see what everyone thinks of that. Um, I, I, I do really want to jump right into this episode now. Like, uh, Jackie, was there anything else from episode six you wanted to bring up or? Oh no. If I like keep talking, it will go into episode. (laughs) So So I do. I have just one one to seven. (laughs) I have one thing I want to bring up. Oh, go ahead, Barry. Uh, Nicolette had a theory about a uh, vision for why he was being pulled apart. 
Oh, the, let's hear uh, that. Outside I'm very the, uh, curious. Yes, what, what? So she thinks that at this point, since his body was like reconstructed by Wanda, he's mostly made up of what makes up the hex now. So he can't exist. Like one can, like he can't exist without it. And that, she, like, if that goes down or she puts it away, like he's just gonna fall to pieces again. Like instead of the Mind Stone keeping them together, it's that. Right. If I'm being too much, who is Nicolette? Because like I feel like she's a mystery too. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Hey, because like Nic- I hear Nicolette's- her name, I'm like, who is she? <laughs> Nicolette should come on sometime if she wants yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be well, the only good. girl. <laughs> she'd be, she'd be up for it. Word, word. We, uh, yeah, get her on here. Did, uh, that is interesting. Yeah, we did a rewatch of like all the Marvel, all the Marvel movies, and like now she's got all the gaps filled. So there she's like, she's just like hitting all these theories and stuff. Like plus, based off like comic book stuff that I tell her, or that I like oh. mention. Like oh, oh well, I'll be like. Damn, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> hey, actually, her saying that 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 just like hit a hit a chord for me um, because there is we get that scene where they're tracking. It was the Halloween episode, and they're tracking, and they said, "What's that? Oh, that's deteriorating vibranium." Mm-hmm. And so, if it's deteriorating vibranium, that means that the other p- parts of that deteriorating vibranium of Vision are things that were created within Westview. So technically anything that's created in Westview, we don't know if it can actually leave Westview. So that's a very good theory that she has. That's actually, that's really cool. Yeah. And the fact is like, if it's deteriorating, something has to take its place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it has to either be magic or it has to be Wanda, it has to be whatever it is that she is creating to take over that part that is, I guess, missing because obviously the mind has gone and he's just a shell. Like Darcy said, I thought, I'm like a stem person. I thought you could just flip a switch, but it's not, you know, it's more complicated than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just say too, um, Billy in the sixth episode, he said, uh, he thinks, well, his brother was like, why do you think he's a vampire? Talking about Pietro. He was like, you think he's a a vampire and Billy being a telepath, I think, like, you know, he knows something is negative with this uncle of his. And so he might be on to something. And I won't go into the next one until we talk about that next episode. <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there, too. All right. So let's move into you guys ready to move into episode seven. now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't even know where I want to start with, guys. I'm, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, I really want to start off right with the big reveal at the end. I want to start, you know, I really want to start with the uh, the commercial. Uh, <laughs> I want to I want to talk about how uh, this really I want to talk about how this is probably uh, a great use for sitcoms also where we get. You know, we got our intro with uh, the office and also a little bit of modern yeah. family as far as the interviews go. I thought this was a great use of a sitcom for the 2000s. I really want to know what you guys think of this book, but we're going to get there. Uh, oh, wh- what did you guys think as far as like what sitcom they used for this episode? Uh, Louis, what'd you think? Oh, definitely modern family. I think that was like the kind of the well, I think we mentioned it at the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. That we're going to be heading towards this. Uh, I love what they did. Very office-like. 
using natural artwork, landscape signs that we see, uh, you know, on a given day, you know, through town, and then peppering in there. I don't know if you saw, like, some, like, if you stopped on some of the things, there's there's one where it looks like it's uh, the magnets, the magnets that ch- children use are, like, kind of like a ransom note on a fridge or, like, a blank yeah. thing. It's just like, I know what you're doing, Wanda. You know, it was very, very brief. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, the talking heads. And I know that you didn't know where to jump off. I think the gaslighting part is the biggest one because that leads into it. And I don't know if you guys watch with the closed captions on, but I recommend it because there was something that I caught when and I actually have it on my screen so I can read you the sub. Like, so there's there's a radio playing and it's very like you have to turn your TV up very, very high, but it's on the closed caption. And it says when Wanda's she she takes the milk out of the fridge and she's getting herself the sugar snaps. Mm. And oh, it yeah. says, Good morning, Westview West Viewians. Thank you for turning tuning into Wanda, but it's W N D A. And then after that it says like it talks about Halloween. And I'll read what it says real briefly, if if that's cool. It should yeah. only take a couple of seconds. But then it continues, like, not a thing weighing heavily on your conscience. I hope your little ghosts arrived home safe last night. It's always such a treat to see those creepy kiddos out and about once a year. Mm -hmm. And that's the last (laughs) thing that they, that's the last thing. And I was just, and I'm like, I turn up the TV and I'm like, did you hear that? And like, I was with with Liz and Steve and they were like, no. And I'm like, I was like, and then I turned it up pretty high. Like enough words are obnoxious for my neighbors, and you still—it's very faint. Wow! But it's one of those things like you don't like. Had I not had the close caption, I would have never caught wow. that. Yeah, but that Louis. blew my mind. But literally, it's when she's away, and then right when she goes into the room with the kids, like they're like, "Oh, our our game's acting up and everything," and she's like, she picks up the remote and changes it, and it's like clear skies, maybe a chance of maybe a chance of clouds, <laughs> and it's always very bright. News reports and everything like there's. I feel like everything around her, especially like going on, like it wants to pe- keep her in like her place, so to speak, like in the mindset where she's the one that's in control, in control, and any distraction outside outside of the world is treated as a threat. Like we're trying to get wanted to get to an endpoint. You are pretty much like the the virus, and we need to extract you out of here. Like it's a it's almost like a cell that's they're festering to try to create something that they want. I mean, I mean, assuming Agatha and presumably Mephisto. But that's where I wanted to jump off on. That was the one thing that I saw that really freaked me out when I when I caught it. That's wild. I didn't catch that at all. Um, yeah, say so go back. It's that's when she. That's when she's so... making. Is that when she's uh, doing the breakfast, like the cereal you said? Yeah. So she takes out the milk and then like puts it on the counter, and it starts changing from almond to just regular cow milk. And then yeah. it's oh, it's playing in the background. Okay. All right, I'm gonna like, check that out again. I miss. I, really? I completely so missed wild. that. I never would have thought. Like I just like that. close captions. No, you didn't. Nice. I caught that. Yeah, and I like what you thought. I actually, you know, agree with everything that you said. And I always thought I'm like, why? Because like each episode, they keep showing milk. I was like, what the fuck? It's mm-hmm. like. What's going on with this milk carton? Like each episode, <laughs> they, they keep showing milk. What the fuck is with this? Milk? Yeah, like what's going on? 
And then, like, on this episode, they had missing children on the milk carton. So I'm like, okay, that's where, um, in the last episode, where she got all these children. I'm like, where did these kids come from? Like, (laughs) she's Mm -hmm. stealing kids from somewhere? Like, what's going on? And on the cereal box, Louie, I I have to agree with you with this one, um, where she has a clown. Um, and I think like the clown in the circus is uh, representing uh, the uh, SWAR team, uh, where she made them into a, like a whole circus, and she uh, uh, expanding the um, horizons with the whole uh, hexagon situation. And um, the cereal box also has a maze in the back of it, like a maze game, like you know how you I'm used to play. At that, yeah. Yeah, so as you see, Vision can't go back home. <laughs> he got Darcy out of this whole circus situation, but Wanda is keeping him out and he's trying to go back home and she like they can't go back home. So I think that was a hint, you know, showing that Wanda's doing this where Vision can't go back and can't save her and um, there's something hidden in this whole situation. And if you see too, also um, in the intro, um, you know how they like do the little song. It's, you know, Vision, Wanda and Vision, Vision, Wanda, blah, 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 blah. Now it's just Wanda. Mm -hmm. Like, she, like, she woke up realizing that Vision isn't there, and she knows that Vision isn't there. She just don't care. She's like, whatever. It's just myself, and I, I'm good with that. Well, I think yeah. she tries to protect herself when it comes to anybody that's trying to save her. And this goes back, um, and we'll talk about it too, where it goes from uh, Monica even trying to save her. And I think when I thought about, um. Mephisto being Pietro, which is, I think, Quicksilver now. Um, <laughs> anybody who tries to save her in the situation, I think she uh, tries to block them. And um, she's programmed to even kill them. With Vision being in a situation where he's trying to save her, I think um, it it's like her mind control where she's like, I got to block anybody who's trying to come forth and try to save me. So, yeah, um, definitely is something, yeah, we'll talk about. One one thing I do want to jump back to, something I actually, I, I can't believe I completely overlooked this, was uh, the opening credits, the fact that it only said Wanda and it didn't say WandaVision. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised. I, I can't believe I, I didn't notice that. Um, that's pretty that's that's pretty deep actually as far as the show goes because it is it is pretty much like she is going through a a depression right now like a deep deep dark depression which for one gives us uh the commercial which we'll touch on later but also i don't know if you you guys noticed this as well i i i didn't catch this until i was online um looking at stuff uh uh Every time uh, it says previously on WandaVision, did did you guys know about this? Yeah, I heard her, she I heard sounds it, yeah. depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, it's less than, like less enthusiastic. Yeah, it's like episode two. It says previously on WandaVision. <clears throat> episode three, previously on WandaVision. Episode four, 
previously on WandaVision. And now we're here and it's, it's a previously on WandaVision. But, yeah. you know, like so it is getting a little bit more and more intense. It's not as happy and great as she thought it would be. It's it's like she's she can't make this reality what she wanted it to be. So wow. um, I, I thought that was pretty. Pretty cool. As yeah. as far as that goes as well. Um, J- Jackie, what was the other the other thing that you had mentioned? What, um, the missing kids or like the the cereal on the box, like the the, the game, the, the maze. Missing, so that that's something else I want to jump on, too, is uh, Lou, you brought up the the captions and the missing kids. So, like, what are your guys thoughts on that? Because we went so many episodes without having any kids in the town of Westview. And then all of a sudden there's kids on Halloween night. And now we're Louie just brought up the closed captions. Where the fuck did these kids come from? Like, do you think like these are actually <laughs> do you think these are actually like real kids or do you think they're reincarnated oh, kids? Oh, you think, I think you they're think real. They're kids. Real kids? I think they're real. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because like I was assu- I was assuming like, ever since all the way back in the beginning, like when it was just adults, because like that's too big of a town to not have any children in it. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed she had them like hidden away somewhere. And we might know where they've been hidden away. They could all have been in Agnes and yeah. Cellar. I was about to say, Louis, you you're on the same level as I. Um... I think Agnes had these kids trapped um, for her to be, quote unquote, a nanny in the uh, comic books and stuff like that. Um, she definitely had these kids uh, hidden. I just got an idea. Sorry. Oh, go ahead, Barry. I'm listening. What if Agnes had already stolen these kids and Wanda just happened to show up in Westview and like fuck up whatever plan she had? And like, the hex was like her kind of like changing plans, like a bit of a Hail Mary. Like, oh shit, I can't like an Avengers here. Like I got to do something. <laughs> See, that's deep, man. That Like I like w- when you first started saying that, I was like, oh shit, that's an idea. But like, th- then we jumped to that. We're just going to jump right into it now, actually, um, just so we can unload on everything else. Uh, when we get to the, you know, the final scenes and everything where we learn that Agnes is Agatha, uh we have her here's here's where i'm a little like unsure about everything but we do have agatha or agnes coming into the town of westview like we see her like fly into the town mm-hmm. so i i liked that theory that you were just saying but at the same time it's like if she was there she wouldn't be flying into the town yeah you know um but can i jump in real quick on that just do it not- yeah. I think she's the director of WandaVision. So anything that we see is should uh, like we got to take with a grain of salt. Like the interviewer saying like maybe you deserve this was probably Agatha straight up being like you you deserve this. Like straight up. But going off of Perry saying like maybe he she had all the kids and she's like no you deserve this. You're stepping on you're stepping on ground that you do not deserve like kind of like having two gunslingers like there's only one there's only room, room enough for one gunslinger in this town. Like you stepped in the wrong town, lady. There's only there's only room for one witch in here. <laughs> I agree. You're in New Jersey, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and in New Jersey, witch. Yeah. I am messing with you. I am not messing with you. I was I was gonna agree because I was gonna say, um, she was like, "Do you think you deserve this?" Like, I was like, "What the?" 
like what get out of here um and like everything's glitching for one what i like about this episode too is that it refers to every mother and i raised my nephews and nieces uh growing up um so i can you know say this that sometimes kids make you crazy like you just need five seconds to be by yourself and like please do whatever you need to do like just please I need five seconds so (laughs) so I like I love how they did this and I love how they like you know made Wanda seem like a real mother but at the same time Wanda isn't really you know she's not like an average mother she's going through something that is making her the way she is and Agnes, she knows exactly what she's doing because even Billy says to her, like, I feel comfortable around you. And she's like, oh, well, why is that? And he was like, well, you're quiet inside. And she looks at him like, what does that mean? But I think she knows what that means, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. she's quiet inside because um, I'm assuming that means that she's soulless. Uh, Perry, uh, Perry, you're more familiar with Wiccan than, than I am. Um, uh, As far as like his powers go, like when he's saying like, I keep hearing voices or I keep hearing things like as far as his powers go is, does he like essentially communicate with, uh, with souls or spirits or like how far do, do his powers go? After a fashion, his, uh, his his powers are very closely tied to Wanda's, so I think they're going to be slightly different than they are in the comics to match what she's got in the movies. So I think that's why they're like leaning a little more onto uh, his ability to read people, like akin to the Mind Stone. Oh, word! Um, so can he also link up with like um, the dead as well? Like, can he can he also talk to the dead or Possibly. like? I think he's seen, in, at least in the comics, he's seen the dead and talked to the yeah. dead. Yeah, well, he's like, like yeah, multiple uh, Yeah, he's haunted yeah, he's, by some like images too. Yeah, he's uh, sense. he's very like along with Wanda, he's like one of the, the most powerful magic users in the. He could track vision, so that makes yeah. perfect sense that he, if he has, if she was able in some way, shape, or form to create the mind stone within the hex. At least a fragment of that mind stone might, or like that power is going to be with Billy. Mm-hmm. How, like, she wasn't even the track vision. She was like, Where is he? Yeah. yeah. And he could track right. him, He could track him out of the hex. Yeah. And Cohen, Cohen, and he could see through that, his eyes too. Like, people yeah. think that, uh, you know, vision like disintegrated when he went out of the hex, right? But we don't. We haven't realized that Wanda created the text and it made this red glare. Oh, yeah, yeah. In this situation. Um, So maybe she made like a force field that she can't, like, they can't go in and out or whatever. Um, And I think Billy will probably be the one who changes everything because he hears these people that is trapped. I think he hears everybody who feels everything and that makes him feel everything. 
And um, I think he'll be the one who, uh, it's just like his dad, will wake up everybody. That's how I think. I just... thing I've been thinking about also is that, so Vision went through, they got broken apart, and parts of him went through again. And then he went through twice, technically. Like, his whole vibranium body. And I think I mentioned this last episode, too. That he's being rewritten every single time he goes through. I, I know like, exactly what you're getting at, Louie. Like, that vibranium, that vibranium ain't no more vibranium. I know. I think it is. He's, he, they're turning him into Meteor Man. Meteor Man is now part of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ben. I am. But no, but I feel like that is another thing that they hammered into us this this episode that anybody who goes through that barrier long enough, like you're gonna see some physiological changes. And can we go into what also Rambo went through? Mm-hmm. Like I don't think, and I mentioned this important. I don't think it's just reality. I don't think it's just time. It's it's a temporal kind of thing that's also changing your biology as you're going through it. And it's one thing that you need to consciously feel about it it seems like because it wasn't until carol was just like yeah she chose it tough because she she got pissed off i'm pretty sure and she's just like yeah fuck you carol and like just walk right through (laughs) 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 and yeah like seeing that the change in eye colors and everything like that i feel like color is a huge thing like the blue i don't know much about monica rambo just said whatever on Wikipedia, and I knew that she was going to eventually get powers. I thought she already had them, but going through the third time. This is it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right on that uh, with Monica Rambo. Is I I know nothing about the character. I know nothing about Spectrum or Photon or whatever. Uh, like we learned last week, Perry just read off the long list of names that she goes by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I knew nothing about her, but. I want to be honest, uh, seeing her eyes glow blue and seeing her start to adapt, you know, come in with these powers. I'm excited. I'm like full on excited to see what happens with Monica. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've this is how I felt with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Knew nothing about them. When I saw the movie, I was like, this is fucking awesome. I think it's fucking awesome seeing her turn into a, a superhero right now, uh, not knowing anything about her the scene where she goes into Wanda's house and she's in the kitchen and everything, popping aspirin or whatever. And she's like, what are you doing here? And she blasts her out the house and throws her up. She does a superhero landing. And her, <laughs> yeah. her, her eyes are blue. And I'm like, yes, like I'm like legit excited for this character. And I think I, I'm really excited to see like if, I'm excited to see what we get from Monica going forward, especially since we know she's going to be in Captain Marvel too. Like I'm really excited for this character now, considering I know shit about her. Yeah. Like that gave me the chills where like we saw her like four identities, like go into this hex and it like basically put out like her lifespan um, like the daughter that she is and then like her working with sword and then like her being like this whole thing for sword and like the astronaut and stuff like that like that for her to come all together and just go into this hex without needing anything but like her self being and becoming this power 
I thought it was like very, um, it was very great to see. And um, it actually was like, oh my God, like this, it was like a motivation <laughs> for like all women out there. Like you can become anything and you can be anybody and just, you know, be powerful in who you are and stuff like that. So it was it was very chilling to see um, her become something that's bigger than what she was. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I also want to I also want to jump back in there too because uh, I want I'm going to ask a question, but also um, what I love about this is it's it's so natural the way her story is going. Uh, and then after saying that, I'm at, it just hit me right now. Do you, do you guys feel like she might actually be like the main character of this show? Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. yeah. Considering the fact that she literally had a line that was like, Wanda was the cause of this. She has to be the solution. And I'm going to fight to... It's great because it's a redeeming art for both. Because I think Rambo wants to be there just for the sake of she couldn't be there for her mother that passed away and like just like you know wanda technically couldn't be there for vision although she was presently there but couldn't do anything like you're just sitting on the sidelines seeing it happen right in front of you right i like that idea that she is kind of the protagonist even though it's called wandavision mm-hmm. it was a. Uh, I was wondering when they first introduced when they first mentioned that she was going to be a part of the show i was wondering how much of a role she would have and it's only grown larger the further it's gone on and like she's really so I know a little bit more than a little more than you guys about her as a character rub it comics. in Perry sorry, no, rub sorry. It in. I was just like it's just gonna I was gonna exactly. lead. get her name wrong that's <laughs> like I was, lead, I was just gonna lead into like use that to lead into like all the qualities that they're showing she has because like in the comics at one point she led the Avengers. So them like showing her like building up these leadership skills, like knowing when to combat authority and like knowing when to do what's right. And like having the conviction to like gather all these outliers and like leading, literally leading the charge back into the hex when like nothing else, like nothing else is working. Like she's like, she's on this hero's journey to become so much greater and in a show that doesn't even have her name on the title. <laughs> just like That's exactly what I'm saying though. Like the show is called WandaVision, but I do feel like our main character is actually Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, and granted, she doesn't show up until episode two. Like that, how, how amazing would that be? Like 20 years from now when, you know, like your grandkids, not my grandkids. I don't plan on having kids, so they're not going to, you know. <laughs> but like your grandkids are talking about this amazing show, WandaVision, where you know the synopsis. It it should actually say, "Follow our character Monica as she tries to." You you know what I'm you know where I'm going with that? Yeah. Like, like, but like as we're watching it, we don't see like Monica being the the main character right now. Like the show is called WandaVision, but like it, it, that's just something like that just struck me, and I'm I'm just so fascinated by it because she really is our main protagonist here. Well, without uh, knowing too, like you said that it's. She wasn't introduced until the second episode where we realized where she got pulled in or she reached in and yeah. they got pulled in at that point where the hex was 
willing to pull things in without regard mm-hmm. even though knowing you know, now knowing that the fact that she was in there was causing like ripples of doubt among all characters like Agatha wanted her out of there she, she tapped uh, God, I always forget his name the one guy Herb. that was with Herb, Herb. yeah he's just like yeah he, Herb had to be there just so Vision could just be like yeah she doesn't have a house she doesn't have a, like a neighborhood or she doesn't have anything like she's an outsider. She needs to be gone just to see that doubt in a vision. But I didn't think she knew vision was at the point where he was already self-doubting. Like not only their existence there, but just the fact that he's like, I don't know who the hell I am. Like having his own existential crisis. And then from that, I think Agatha started putting up more protection. So things that were coming from the outside could not harm from in. Or using Wanda. Pretty sure that's what I think it is. So, like, when we were talking... Shoot. I'm going... I'm going to jump around a little bit. We've been jumping around the whole time, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about it. I was like, weren't we just talking about the last scene? And then all of a sudden we were talking about, like, the circus. Like, do your thing, bro. (laughs) So, going back to what Jackie was saying, and originally what I mentioned was uh, Maria going through... Or Monica uh, going through. Like, you're getting split. Imagine the nexus point, or like the or the origin point, has to be Wanda, right? Has to be Wanda and Agatha. So Wanda, at any given time, is probably getting split apart through multiple realities, not multiple realities, but multiple times of her life. And Agatha can be using those points of her life to trick her and gaslight her to using her to do what she wants her to do. <laughs> So My that's God. why Wanda feels like, because I remember Ram, like Rambo came up to her and she was just like, yo, like Wanda, like I know what you're going through. I'm trying to cling to it too. And I know, and Wanda is getting very loose and she's just like almost about to lean in and be like, I need your help. And then guess who shows up? She's like, you overstayed your welcome. She's always wanted yeah. to kick anybody out. They want to do anything otherwise. But Wanda's done her own part because she's getting controlled by Agatha. Like, there's a part of her that wants to make it true, but she knows this shit's fake. Like, this shit ain't real. I'ma just say... Seen it. <laughs> it's, it's Black History Month. Black people save the day. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> just like... So... <laughs> no, Louie, I agree with you. So, like, legit, um... Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, because every time, like I said before, every time somebody tries to save Wanda, it seems like she's either like trying to attack them or like crying for help. She just doesn't know how to, you know, come to them because I think she's being so controlled that. They're like, okay, if somebody tries to come and save you, you attack them. I think she's being mind controlled about like anybody who tries to save you. And that's why when Quicksilver actually, because I don't think he's Mephisto anymore. I thought he was in episode six. Rob, you had me. I'm like, okay, this is definitely Mephisto. But no, (laughs) I think he's actually Quicksilver. Quicksilver, sorry. Um, Evan and Peters. yeah, Evan Peters, and 
like she she even says like this is not your uncle to the kids where they're like okay what about Booker P blah 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 and she's like that's not your uncle like anybody who comes to try to help her because even Agnes like as you see in the end she's like controlling them a little bit I don't know if that has to do with Mephisto stuff but I know that she's like he's not the cause of what they're trying to do I think he's like a pawn as well so I think he's definitely um, somebody else who tries to save her where she trying to protect herself from it comes to Monica it comes to him it comes to Vision um, anybody who tries to help her she protects herself from yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with the Evan Peters uh, dilemma here. Uh, I I actually don't believe he's Mephisto anymore. Uh, yeah. As, after this episode, because I mean, he shows up. By the way, we got our first post credit scene in uh, Wandavision. By <laughs> yeah. um, gonna snoop. Snoop's gonna snoop, and he's showing popping up just like all hipster and shit. Uh, I, got some, I got some very big like American Horror Story vibes when he popped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not going with the fact that I think he's Mephisto anymore. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. At this point in the show, I don't believe we're going to see Mephisto. I do think he's part of the universe, but I do not think we're going to see him, and I don't think we've been introduced to him yet. He was definitely the stork, uh, but <laughs> he... I, I think he might actually be... Uh, and this is just because... I, I researched it. I I know fucking nothing about this uh, from, <laughs> you know, anything. But, like, just from researching. Uh, is, uh, uh, Agatha has a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm Senior a, I'm Scratchy? A Senior Scratch. Scratchy. Yeah. Yes. So, it's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. And rabbits are really fast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go on a ledge here and say that the rabbit is actually Evan Peters, who is her son. Um, maybe that's like, that's a big thing like that. Well, what about, what about that fly? The locust. I think it was a cicada. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a cicada, but which is our locust and cicadas the same thing or is it different? Uh, cicadas are dormant for many many years and then it's they like are reborn. seven years 17 17 and the way i saw the way damn but i didn't even think of it like that i thought that she had used senior scratchy and cicada to create the illusion of children for her to ask to find a way to create life because that's the question that they've always been leaning on right like even even Pietro just like, how did you do all this? And like, I was just like, can you do that? Like, like when she killed Sparky, she was like, can you bring something back to life? Like, I think there's something there, and that's what they're really trying to lean on because she has, she's been touched by an infinity gem. That's how she got her powers, right? Even though all the shit that we're seeing and everything like that, I think Mephisto. All right, can I go into my theory? Do it. So I think the hex is Mephisto. And the fact is, like, they're trying to conjure him back because he was, like I said before, like, I think the reality gems, once you destroy them, they could be genies in their own sa- their own way and form. 
like once you once you destroy a reality gem all the reality like, there's not just one hulk right there's not just one person super being that's all powerful and everything like that. there's not all just one telepath there's all all one person that can just control magic and everything right like there's got to be somebody that's always on the top nexus and that's nexus and i think the place that agatha is in is in one of the nexus points where like so in doctor strange they have these magical nexus points that protect the earth obviously yeah. one of them got corrupted and that we didn't hear about again. But these are the good ones. What about the ones that are anti-magic? Like, black magic, so to speak. Like I said before, I would be it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And it looked very fucking close. There was a pentagram. I froze. There was a pentagram on this, in the middle of things and like all like the shitty red bulb cabinets of all random artifacts. and shit, yeah. Yeah, like, alright, whatever. But that necromic... All right, are we gonna talk about the book too? Let's no, let's no, go I... right into the book right now. Where I thought it was, the, I I you were just about to say it Necron when I first Necron. saw the book. I was like, is that the is that the Necronomicon? Ne- Necron, that's what it is. I was, yeah. Really? That's too many I said that. I, was I said like, it that was the... a dark hold. <laughs> I was like, is that the Necronomicon? And I was like, wait, this is the wrong genre. <laughs> well, no, but that exists well, in the Marvel. Yeah, it exists. But, but in the that, it exists. I know it, it exists, but. Much, yeah. <laughs> But are, is like is that what you're thinking, Louis? Like it, it might be the Necronomicon. I absolutely think it is, and I think it's Agatha using Wanda as pretty much uh, for like a lack of a better term, like a a wand, so to speak, like a a temp, like a, a witchcraft lightning rod. So she's not the one that wreaks the ramifications of whatever. Like she wants Vision by proxy. But Agatha, I'm pretty sure, probably wants a son or God knows what kind of trauma. I'm pretty sure we're going to see, like, very heavy Agatha-themed episodes soon. Because I know villains are always very complex when it comes to Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Agatha saw or sought out Wanda for help. And Wanda, I don't know, like, Wanda found out how to bring back Vision but then, like, slighted Agatha in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. But I, the, the Necromicon thing kind of throws me for a loop because it could be anything. Jackie, you said uh, the Darkhold um, as far as the books go. So we've, we've been introduced to the Darkhold in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. already. And, it, yeah. it, and even though that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not canon to Marvel, but Marvel is canon to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and... You know, uh, however that goes what what is it that makes you think it's the dark hold um so back in like you know the comic books there was a demon that created like this dark hold um book where agents of shield i'm gonna go back into that where go they ahead. had sure. this book and i'm like there's no other way um because they did have reference where I talked about it in uh, previous episodes that we had where they used reference of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I think um, even the scrolls are a part of this whole, uh, you know, um, marathon where they're going to eventually come out because 
is no way that Monica is doing this by herself. Even she was like, I'm going to ask for help. Um, and I think scrolls are a part of this. They're just hitting. Um, yeah. So I think like even looking at the book, they have like this key that's like intact with each other. Um, that makes me think that it's kind of like a demon type devil spawn book where all their spells and all their uh, things that witches that use will be a part of this uh, whole series. So that was the only thing like I could think of <laughs> when it comes to this book. I'm like, what is this book? Like, I don't know. But that was the only thing that came to mind. Right on, right on. Uh, uh, Perry, uh, as far as what the book is, are are you leaning towards Necronomicon, Darkhold? What what are your thoughts? I'm leaning more towards Necronomicon, but honestly, it's up in the air. There are like there are multiple magic tomes that it could be. Although, like Darkhold is probably the safer bet. It's just that I told told you. Uh, couple nights ago i'm just like not ready to give up on <laughs> like aces of shield and and canon like yeah and canon and like the runaways and i'm like really hoping that if it was the dark hold it would at least look like the book that they've had so far but honestly like very well could just be like a different like a cosmetic slight cosmetic difference because of how it's brought into the uh either because how it's brought into the hex or maybe at some point when it uh, Agatha got control of it. It uh, changed itself to be able to, because like it cha- it's like it has different writing for each person that views it. It's always in their native tongue, at least established so far. So like maybe it's just she's got it now, and this is what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. That, power from. I really like that. It makes sense because imagine if, so say the spell started, and Agatha was the one that catalyzed it. And let's assume that Agatha's not centuries, millennia, years old. That anything in the meeting, anything within a hex would reduce itself to the time period that it was going to be. So in the 1950s, what would it be? Just a random textbook or like journal or something like that? Mm. And it wouldn't make any sense, probably, to which until it gets to the point where it's modern day, close to present day, where the whatever it is the artifact actually starts taking on what it is. And then that's when Agatha was just like, hey, nice to meet you. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure she's just been brainwashing Wanda between, between episodes. I think that's what but it she, is. Do you think, you think she's the one that's been like, every time she goes to sleep, she just like sneaks in, like taps her on the back? Yeah, she's been editing. She's the director. Yeah. So she's like, she's the one like kind of leading the cast, so to speak. And the one thing, uh, uh, I know, Rob, it seemed like you were saying something. One thing I just want to bring up really, really quick is that Monica's eyes change to purple when she sees mm. the tree or like the roots when she looks into the into the cellar. And then Pietro's like, Super's going to stupid. She looks at him and her eyes are purple instead of, you know, the blue hue. I think. She can see the spectrum, and I wonder if she's going to be able to track where the magic's coming from by the based on the color that she can see in the world in WandaVision. Right, because when she looked up at the sky, it was the original color of the hex. Yeah. 
that light and she blue. could see the waves of like the color going through like everything. Well, for co- if for sorry. No, go ahead, Perry. Well, if her, pow- if her powers are following the comics, she's going to be like that. Might be a precursor to her being able to channel whatever energy she's sensing. Mm-hmm. So she might be the key to shutting this whole shit down. Yeah, um, Louis. The thing that's like, I want to agree with you so bad with that, but like, I think I have to disagree with Agnes um, being the director because even oh, cool. in like the other episode, oh, the dog wants to come in. Um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I agree. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, um, I think I have to disagree with that because in the last episode, she was like, um, uh, do you want me to take that again? I don't think she's the director of the whole thing. I think she's a part of a situation where, um, she knows that she has to make a situation, um, greater than what she wanted it to be. Um, I think she's working with somebody, but um, for her to be a director, she has to have control, and I don't think she has control of it. I'm going to hop in here, not to disagree with you, Jackie, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to go ahead and say like, as far as the, do you want me to take it from the top line goes, that is, that's definitely her manipulating Wanda. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I do think that I do think that she is is the one behind all this and directing everything. Um, I mean, we even see her in this episode where she's uh, she asks her the question. Actually, that's the the opening scene where, or I don't know if it was the opening scene exactly, but when uh, the off screen voice comes in and asks mm-hmm. Wanda the question, and she says, "You're not supposed to say anything." But mm-hmm. that's that's actually Catherine Hahn. That's actually that is actually um, Agatha's voice. Yeah. Uh, just uh, toned down, and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I I do believe that she is the one behind all this, controlling it, directing it, uh, which is why Wanda is more or less just as confused as Vision is because um, she doesn't really understand what's going on either. Can we go one layer more and say we might know who the director is, but as we all know, production-wise, who's the executive producer? Oh! Yeah. Dick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah, I was saying, who's Agatha looking at? Is it, I mean, obviously it was called Breaking the Fourth Wall, but she's just like... You know, looking at, uh, you know, I bit a kid I, I once. Think, By the way, can we talk about that? <laughs> you know, I, I bit think a kid. Agnes is like, <laughs> I think they're trying to trick us. Like, oh, oh, yeah. like they know Love that it. we're going to be like, okay, Agnes admitted that she's, you know, she did it all. Like, she's, she's Agnes all that along, totally blah, 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 blah. But like, no. The end of the series, this is the twist, right? Does that mean when we finally get when we finally get a like the actual like executive producer villain reveal, there's gonna be another song? It was like boom, Mephisto. It was Disney all rock opera. Mephisto, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck. 
oh, Disney Plus is going to shut down. Uh, I can see <laughs> Mephisto being like one of those Geico progressive commercials. Where it's like, <laughs> it has to be part of your life. And he's a store. For 15 years or more. Save <laughs> your life with Mephisto insurance. I'm <laughs> like, you feel like that. If the last commercial that we get is actually the reveal of Mephisto, imagine how crazy that's going to be, where it's like halfway through the commercial, all of a sudden it says, wait a minute. And like Mephisto just like bursts in and like it gets right back into WandaVision. That would be sick. I think is, who is Mephisto? Yeah, I would, Tyler. Hate, I would hate to be Tyler cast as Mephisto. Is something. I don't I don't think Tyler is Mephisto. Honestly, I'm gonna, I know I've been running this bit to death. Uh, where I think everything is Mephisto, everybody thinks everyone is Mephisto, but I don't think we've actually met Mephisto yet. Oh no, I don't think yeah, so I think, either. I think, I think the the book or whatever. It's a conjuring. They're trying. Agatha is trying to conjure Mephisto. Um, yeah, I think I think the real thing that she's trying to get at the crux of it is that she knows that her magic is not. Damn. Well, now I'm creating my my own uh, theory as I talk about it. I feel like Agatha probably realizes that Wanda probably didn't get her magic powers in a way like Doctor Strange or her did. And she's kind of pissed off. And she's going to use her or is using her as a puppet to either bring back her dead son or maybe she turned her son into a rabbit and trying to turn him back. God knows what. But either way, like the forces of nature do not like that, and other entities are going to be involved, and they're going to be just intrigued by just showing up. Maybe Mephisto is Ralph. She Maybe. keeps talking yeah. about this yeah. Ralph. What about the delivery man? Ralph? The mailman. I need the, to look at this. The mailman. Yeah. yeah, the mailman's been like, and who's this Ralph guy? Actually, I'm, I'm going to go with, Pear, I'm going to throw it right back to you, bro. I know you've been trying to talk. Uh, I'm going to go with Ralph being Mephisto because he's someone we haven't seen. And I- I'm definitely going with the fact that Ralph is Mephisto. Perry, what you got? Oh, this, is probably, this is probably wild. But what if, like, because we said a conjuring, what if the hex is basically just, like, it's the, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, Full Metal Alchemist or anything. But, like, it's, like, the al- it's, maybe it's, like, the, the alchemist circle where everything within the hex is the sacrifice. Wanda's the battery. And she's planning on using all these souls to summon something. Or Agatha. Yeah, Agatha's just like, maybe Agatha's just using like Wanda as this battery. Like, she's like, oh, she's got her abilities from an Infinity Stone. They're basically pa- like limitless power. So maybe we could use her to boost whatever I'm trying to do. I mean, and she's not wrong. Like, Wanda expanded the hex to include even more people. Yeah. Perry, I have the question. Like, how do you feel about finding out um, Tyler was basically trying to save Vision in some way? Like, do you think he was trying to weaponize him or like, like, what do you think? (laughs) I think that that like, I definitely believe that now before, even though he gave me every reason not to, I like to give the benefit. (laughs) I want to give him the benefit of doubt. But after, like, between Darcy finding his, uh, his findings, him, like, having a tracking device on him, it's just, like, like, sign upon sign of him wanting, like, no, I want my own synthesoid 
weapon. Like since Stark's gone, who's going to stop me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Which there's is, a, yeah. a. Sorry for. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's all good. Like it's yeah, it's, it's weird. Like it's weird that I hope I hope at some point we get like we find out how they got a hold of Vision's body. Because for him to go from Wakanda to government property, like was it just a case of like Tony being like, well. It's just a very expensive corpse now. Like, have at it. I know. Like, they killed my boy T'Challa. They took Vision. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so, from what I read, and one thing that they mentioned, and I forgot. Oh, no, I actually didn't write down. Uh, the general said, get the team together. We're going in. Or we're like, deploy the team, something like in that aspect. Like, we don't know what team they're trying to deploy and everything like that. And they have Project Cataract. One theory that I read and I haven't heard too much about, and it's kind of intrigued me, is that they're trying to build Sentinels. I've heard heard about this. They're trying to build super-powered sentient bots to try to, like, curve superheroes. Mm. Yeah, so they're using the uh, the technology of vision, and they're using vision, which is yeah, pretty goddamn solid. But either way, so how the hell can you get your hands on Vision's body? But I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Wanda is just like, why is he not in Wakanda? Oh, he got whatever sent to whatever thing got sent to Jersey. God knows where the hell he got sent. We don't really know. Like they didn't really (laughs) say it. Vision will never, he never <laughs> yeah. wants to become a weapon. He's wow. like, yeah. save me before I become this shit. And don't, they say, <laughs> like, don't make a, me become this. Uh, what's his face? He even said that. He was like, that's against the Wakanda Accords. He's like, article whatever. He's like, that's against Vision's Living request. Well. They consider it, yeah, against his will. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's an awesome theory. I love that. Yeah. I really do dig it. I hope they kind of like That's, that would be they deploy that would be, that, sh- like that. That would be amazing if like if this is the if this does start down the path to like introducing mutants. If we get like the birth of mutants and sentinels in the same point. Mm. And this is what what a great jumping off point because this is terrifying. How else do you react like as a normal human being and then also like going through like living in Westview? How do you feel about Wanda trying to keep Vision from coming back home, though. I think it's Agatha. You think it's Agatha? I think it's Wanda. I think it, I think it could I, be both, but the puzzle box, which I didn't realize on the back of the cereal box, I think Wanda's in the center of it because it looks just enough obscured where it looks like it could be Wanda. Sorry, go ahead, Rob. No, no, no. You're good, man. Uh, I like the fact that you brought up the puzzle on the back of the cereal box because I, I agree. I do, I do think that it I think it's Wanda mm-hmm. that that is preventing him from coming home because she just wants to rest her eyes. Uh, she just wants to be left alone. She doesn't want to have to deal with anything for the day. So I do think that she is causing this little maze uh, for him to go through. And now you're both right. And she said she had to rest her eyes after using it so hard to expand the realm mm-hmm. prior episode. And yeah, prior Damn, episode, yeah. episode two, like had to be yeah, episode six, 
Agnes was like faking it. Like she was faking this whole, like she didn't know anything. She's like, oh my gosh, you're an Avenger. You're dead, blah, blah, blah. I think she wanted him to go outside so she can have control of the kids. Yeah. Like if Vision's not here, there's no way that somebody can save her. Yeah, he's, he's, plus he's, the, only, he's the only one that Wanda's going to listen to. Exactly. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what you do with the gaslight. You isolate and control. Mm-hmm. And and Wanda is starting to open up to Vision now. I mean, we saw that last episode where what was it? He said, uh, oh, "Fuck, what did he say exactly?" But she was about to like mind warp him, and he he just stared at her, and she's like, "Oh, never mind." Like he yeah. he he is oh, starting yeah, to break yeah. out. You know what I'm talking about? Like he is starting to break out of it and like break her down a little bit. So. I got a, I got a quick question. Like, so did we actually get like confirmation that all these episodes have come out the same week? Because Darcy said she's like, I've been a fan of, I've been watching every, I've been watching you guys all week. <laughs> I think so, so. I, I, I'm yeah. I think it, it's just been like every episode is it, it has legit been like a daily procedure. So it's not like week to week basis like we had talked about a couple episodes ago. I think you brought that up, Perry. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's so funny. You bring this up now, man, because <laughs> you you brought this up a couple weeks ago. Where is this on a week to week basis where WandaVision is being released, or is it like? you know, day by day or hour by hour. So I, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, it's, it's a day by day scenario. Which makes it less terrifying that like all these people have been under her control. Cause I was yeah. just like, up until this point, I was just like, fuck, they've been like standing outside in their lawn. Like that one woman's been holding, hanging her laundry. I know. For like, like... six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like... Can you like, like, can we just say how scary it is though? Like we didn't expect it to be this scary. Like, to, to realize what these people have been going through, really, you're like, like shit. Even, even Vision was just like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he even like, like, like he like he guys. listened in. Yeah, he he had like a lucid moment and like turned somebody on like to the reality and like listened for like five seconds. He's like, okay, <laughs> right back off. Yeah, like, what's going on? Here? Yeah, it's like, I gotta call my sister, I gotta do this. Like, I like, nope. Just, like, <laughs> nope, scared. I'm not ready no. for this. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> yeah, just cry in your sleep. Like, so, when you're an Avenger, a what? No, what the? That was also terrifying, too. It is, it is a very scary series. I mean, we've been getting that from the first episode with the hearts when they come over for dinner. I still think that is the creepiest the creepiest scene of the series so far is the hearts for Stop dinner. It. Stop it. Yeah, it's going straight up, uh, get out. And uh, <laughs> But every episode, there's something that's creepy and, and, and eerie about it. I'm going to give a shout out to JC over at Mission Spooky. He was talking about how the post credit scene actually scared him when Monica opens up the door and then all of a sudden Pietro is there. Or, the reaction got me more than him popping up. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like it cuts so quickly after she's just like, oh no. I'm like, fuck, what happened? What a strange mid credit scene to show us. Like, up until now, like, what kind of like. I just, sorry, like, something just popped in my head. Like, what if it picks up and, like, it just turns out she beat the shit out of him, like, stole his clothes <laughs> and just, like, shows up in a tie dye hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck do you come from? 
<laughs> How do you guys feel about the commercial? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I mean, let's talk about that commercial. I feel uh, more depressed. I got one of those things. <laughs> it might make you a little more depressed. Uh, so Nexus, yeah. Uh, if Ed, I mean, there, there's multiple strains of. At least this is what what I know as far as like this goes is like multiple strains of magic in the you know Marvel world and uh, you have uh, Nexus beings um, what else is there uh, side effects no not side effects uh, there there's different forms of magic in in Marvel and um, yeah there's there's so many there's a, there's a whole bunch of them but like, like uh, chance and chaos and like like mystical and uh, elemental. And... Yeah, there, there's so many different beings in in the magic realm. Like uh, Doctor Strange is his own his own being in magic, but uh, uh, Scarlet Witch is a is considered a, a nexus being who is uh, somebody that is the same being throughout the multiverse. So like her her being never changes within the multiverse. Um, yeah. and and so whereas like. Like right now, we're hypothetically not saying this is actual, but like Evan Peters, he's Quicksilver in the X Men universe, but then he's somebody else here. But Wanda would be the exact same thing throughout every different form of the multiverse. I hope I explained that properly. Perry, did I explain that properly? Did you say, mm hmm? Yes. You did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If I remember right, I know the Nexus is what. Apocalypse and Cable used to travel back through time. So it's like also within like that realm of multiverse. You know, like they travel back through time to try to change the past to change the future. So like that is a in another layer thing. So that's the that's the only time I've ever heard of like Nexus. Only because I'm recently watching the X Men animated series. Also, Man Thing, I think, is a Nexus point. Nexus, yes, he is. Yes, mm. Man Thing really? is a Nexus being. Yes, you're absolutely I right. Never Man Thing is this shit until this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Man Thing is one of my favorite characters from Marvel. So, uh, you're absolutely right, Perry. As far as um, where else this commercial goes, uh, we also look at this uh, as we also look at this being another point of Wanda's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she is right now, she's sad. She's depressed, um, mm-hmm. full of a lot of anxiety. So the, it it is very fitting. Like that's been one of the theories that this is Wanda's life being told in the commercials. Um, so I would say it it's pretty accurate at this point with this commercial. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. Um, when it comes to the side effects. They're like, oh, if you have depression, if you have this, if you have that, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, they're definitely hitting everything that she's feeling. And um, they're basically telling her that everything is not going to change. If you take this shit, um, you're going to be the same way. But you can definitely have an alternate reality and change your way of looking at it. Um, But it's still going to be there. (laughs) <laughs> just to let you know mm. <laughs> you know yeah i i definitely agree with that i was uh re-watching it i was taking back to 
the moment where I think the general was talking to his second in command. And he's like, what are, what are, like, what do we hear about the broadcast? So, like, dead air. We haven't heard anything. So everything that we're seeing, none of them have seen it. Mm-hmm. So this is just, like, for us, I guess. But we're introduced to the fact that, you know, like, oh, no. At least one character, and we can all guess who, needs to be <laughs> prescribed this nexus. Or probably not. Because, obviously, like, it's such a... And I, I hate prescription drug commercials. <laughs> and I hope you all do, too. Because it's just like, oh, take this for depression. Symptoms include more depression. Like, yeah. no. But that's just kind of goes hand-in-hand with the magic commercial that we got last week. Like, you can have all the magic you want, but if you can't break that lid, if you can't break that seal, you're still going to die. Like, mm-hmm. you're still going to go through the same things that you expected to go through and everything like that. And it's just like, all right, well, a great way to break out from your reality or make reality your own or something like that. I forgot what it was, but it's so, it's eerie. This is probably actually the most terrifying episode for me, just because it's so unsettling in all aspects of it. This commercial actually reminded me of, um, there's a a YouTube Look this up on YouTube. Uh, found footage of a bear. Have you guys seen that? Oh yeah, it was a Did... it was one of those Adele Swim uh, after hours like infomercials. Yes, this the the guy that made this uh, this movie. It's this short film. Uh, he he's one of like the most artistic filmmakers I think to date. Uh, he did a few of them. He did that, and he also had a YouTube series called. Uh, Alan tutorial, I believe. Uh, but found footage of a bear is one of the greatest uh, YouTube thing. Uh, uh, forget about that. Go check it out. It's it's amazing. But that's that's very what unsettling is very unsettling. But it's awesome. <laughs> he does a lot of creepy shit uh, in his his films. Uh, but that that's what this this commercial reminded me of a little bit. And um, is it. I think it's easy to see that uh, it, it is very eerie. Like you said, Louie, it's, it's definitely the eeriest. Like last week's was eerie with that claymation boy turning to a skeleton, but this was a lot more eerie uh, just because it was a little bit more realistic. This episode. Oh, go ahead, Rob. No, 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 no. You're good. Go, go. No, this episode actually had me stuck on everything. Like, Every other episode, I'm like, okay, like I can figure out this, I can figure out that, and be okay with my theories that I had. But this episode, legit, I'm like, I am kind of lost and confused because, like, who is this? Who is that? Um, what I thought could be way different than what I expect, and I think that's the beauty of the show. Um, the show is actually like super amazing. And I think, um, a lot of it can definitely tell you, like, expect the unexpected. And, um, I just, I'm just lost in the sauce when it comes to this episode, because like what I think it could be actually like way different. I'm with you, Jackie. Like, as soon as this episode ended, I was just like, I, I don't even, I don't even know anymore. 
Yeah. I, like, I'm just I'm just giving it up. Like I've got I've got my ideas, but they can honestly do whatever they want at this point. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I'm gonna disagree, Perry. Like if they introduce the Smurfs next episode, I'm not gonna be okay with it. <laughs> uh, what if it's what if it's just a commercial or like just a kind of kind of like a quick like reference to it? All right, I'll th- I, maybe maybe I'll be okay with it. <laughs> it's just Mickey Mouse the whole time. Mickey Mouse, oh, oh my yeah. God. I'm like, real that villain. makes so much sense. <laughs> Actually, yeah. you know what? That, that'd be the most terrifying villain that Marvel has ever done. <laughs> All right, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you should have left well enough alone. Oh. It was me the whole time. <laughs> Barry, that's a good Mickey. Bring it back in debt. <laughs> Can you imagine? Mickey spawns into Mephisto. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe like if that's Mephisto's entrance, <laughs> like she just wheels in like an old school TV and he comes in like Steamboat Willie style. Oh. And then it becomes like then it goes like terrifying Betty, though. Like Betty Boop, like the old like cartoons where they had like they rotoscope Cal- Cab Calloway into like the creepy clown just Oh, and then the Fantasia you know, just, Death Mountain. Nope. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the Fantasia Death Mountain would be fucking dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Now I want to see. Here's my question for you guys. Uh, this is one thing. This is uh, I don't know if it's so much a question, but here's one thing that I am hoping to see is uh, Catherine Hahn. So like all season, she's been like silly. She's been that quirky neighbor and everything. That's that's usually the character that she goes with in anything we see her in. Uh, I I am hoping that now that she has finally come out as being Agatha the witch, uh, we see her feet in her what is to be her costume and everything. I do hope that we get a full glimpse of what that costume is for one. I also hope that we get Catherine Hahn portraying this character in something that is not silly. Like, I hope that we get a dark side of the character, you know, like uh, it. I don't know if you guys have seen The Visit uh, by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, she was in that and that was a that was like a completely different role for her. Like she was a little bit silly in it, but she was also it was also a little bit more dramatic for her, which I really appreciated. I do hope that as far as she goes, as portraying the character like i hope we do get like a creepy more dark character from her i hope it's not just like cracking jokes being silly yeah. i do hope it's something a little bit more than that um how do, how do you guys feel about that like do- what i think is that we would get a different side side of her because um what we got in the previous episode was you know definitely tv um silly funny everything that we wish we had as a neighbor and stuff like that and to find out that she's this whole crazy um uh neighbor that's trying to kill people and kill my kids um (laughs) yeah um we're definitely going to get somebody that's evil as hell because that's what we least expect the ones that we feel as though is friendly um, who knows, Thomas, the choo-choo train might be a killer. Um, <laughs> he's silly he is, and funny. He's always looking side-eyed, you never Yes, know. exactly. Like, <laughs> um, he might be a killer. 
So I think Agnes is definitely the one that you look at and you're like, oh my gosh, that whole time she was this way. Um, she's one of those fake friends that you see and you grow up and be like, okay, like I can trust this person. And the whole time they really is expecting your downfall and your demise, basically. I could also see her, like, as well as doing like the whole, like, like showing that level of villainy, but also like really leaning into the dissonant serenity where like, she just takes such joy in the things that we find terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like bring a little bit of like her performance when she uh, from uh, Spider Verse when she was voicing Doc Ock, she was like so yeah. gleeful at the prospect of watching these spider spider people just like get torn apart atom by atom. Like oh man, just taking notes. Louis, yeah, Louis, I, what do you think? I loved. I mean, I loved the character from the get go. I felt like I there was always something on her on her apparel or clothes hinting that she was a witch like she had a buckle as a belt she had it on her shoe she's had it like she was a witch in the halloween episode so it's kind of like she had the naughty and uh, she was so yeah. naughty. <laughs> yeah. very naughty as, as a <laughs> um so it, it wasn't like exactly something like i want it's so crazy because how subtly the show was sending the message to us, but also to the people that were watching from without. But either way, I want to see a maniacal. I don't want to see crazy. I don't want to see crazy witch. I want to see maniacal. I want to see methodical. I want to see like conniving. I want to see like everything that we can expect from Catherine Hahn that she, I'm pretty sure Marvel's going to give her the leeway to just be like, do something that you haven't done before. Yes. Because you've been funny. Mm. You've been this. You've been that. Don't exactly. be a caricature of your character that you've done before. Do something a little bit different. Be evil. Just be straight up evil. Yes. And that's that's exactly what I'm talking about, man. Like, that's exactly what I want to say. I totally agree with you. And that laugh that she had, she's like, and I killed Sparky, too. Like, that's holy <laughs> shit. How long, how long has she been preparing that I knew she laugh? killed that damn dog. How long has she been preparing <laughs> that laugh? I like, knew it. <laughs> I want to jump into that real quick, too. This I've said this before, too. The genius of the writers and everything. The fact that we knew, like, they knew that we were going to make a big deal about Sparky being killed. And they threw that shit in this episode. Yeah, like, as a fucking ha-ha-ha, fans. <laughs> like, I knew she killed the dog. I felt so bad for the dog. But I knew it. <laughs> that, was so that, whole, that whole song, I've been listening to it, like... Yeah, it's catchy, since right? that episode dropped. Catchy. Yeah, <laughs> we've been like me, me and Nicolette have been like singing it for like under your breath, like <laughs> all along. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, she got bars. <laughs> Disney with those villain songs. Yeah, like they know how to do it. That's another thing too. I think that who know, Ralph could be dead, and she's trying to bring back her dead husband. I'm still going with Ralph being Mephisto. I'm at, I, yeah, I, I'm with I, like I like that I'm idea. I'm very sold on Ralph being Mephisto. I, if he, I really if do he like isn't, that idea. If he isn't from Mephisto, he's definitely the missing person that Jimmy's been looking for. Yeah, yeah that's still... that. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, we still don't know. Yeah. Who would be like a big mystical, like a connecting character? Where like if they die, that's like pretty huge because I the the book is its own entity. I can see that itself being Mephisto. Just like through because just like Dormammu, like he can't break through certain planes, but he can do just enough to fuck with everybody else, right? Like if Ra- like if she wants Ralph, what the fuck happened to Ralph? Is <laughs> Ralph? You talk about Ralph every day, so she knows exactly where she she's at with Ralph, and I think Ralph is very important. I think he's not just being hidden for a reason. I think he's so evil that that's why he's hidden. Maybe he's a. Uh, maybe maybe he's on the. Yeah, or maybe he's on the run from Doctor Strange. What if Ralph is Mordo? <laughs> Ooh. Huh? Wait. Mordo. Hmm. I can't say yeah. his name. All right. I can't say his name properly. <laughs> No, Barry, can it. you say it for me? You know who I'm talking about. Mordo? Like, mm-hmm. Baron, like Baron Mordo? Yes. Carl? You Carl? Said, yeah. <laughs> Carl. Yeah. <laughs> it always, like, it threw, sorry, like, to go off tangent, but, like, off on a tangent, but, like, it always weird, like, it was so weird to have everybody call him by his first name instead <laughs> of, like, Baron Mordo or Mordo. It's like, come on, Carl. <laughs> like, they're, like, co-workers instead of... <laughs> <laughs> For the last time, my name is Baron Mordo. Whatever, Carl. <laughs> Put the cape back. <laughs> you go through all that trouble of being named Baron. And I just go fucking call you. Hey, you find out your Trump's get- oh, Shit, stop. Stop, Rob. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ralph, uh, Mephisto. So there's a reason why Agatha was straight up just like, don't you think you deserve it? Like, yeah. but why though? Because she used to be evil. Like, like there's gotta be some shit. Yeah, like, there's gotta be some and shit. And well, she's like gaslighting her. She's like, yeah, and talking about a shit person. <laughs> I was you want last... evil. And you kill people, and you kill people by accident, but you kill people. Like, even, that's what even, you do. So don't point. you think you deserve this? Like, don't you think that this is, like, exactly what you need to uh, be even with yourself? It's a good point, because even Tyler is, like, really fighting hard to frame her as a villain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and Monica's like, no, she's if she's the cause of this, we have to, like, basically, she's the solution. We have to get her to be the solution of this. So, like, Monica knows that even though that um, she's doing all this, uh, I believe that she's she knows that, like, she will save us all. I don't care if it's Mephisto in this situation. I don't care if it's um, Agnes is in this situation. I think you know, um, Wanda will save everybody. And that's my theory. It, I, I agree with you. I do think in the end it's, it is going to come down to Vision and Wanda getting together again. I, I do believe that we're going to have a, a fun, not a 
fun, but uh, we are going to have an epic finale to the series where it is going to be uh, memorable as far as the battle goes. And I do believe it's going to be Wanda and Vision together. And I think we're going to get uh, Monica in there, too. We still don't know oh, yeah. if her name mm-hmm. is going to be Spectrum or Photon. I am leaning towards Photon. I'm leaning towards Spectrum. I was saying they're probably. How would you, Perry? Yeah, I think Spectrum might be, but don't be surprised to give her something else. They they just come up with something new. Yeah, yeah, Rainbow. (laughs) 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 Stupid ass thing. Honestly, like. Perspective, really. I don't fucking know. Perspective. (laughs) I'm excited. Like, Like you said, that's a good point. I'm excited if they do a huge like battle at the end. Like, they've been saving up their entire budget for the, like what we've seen is like nothing compared to like the money they pumped into this, this series. It's like now, wait, we've got like an end game level. No, probably not. But, like <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be glass. Uh, you're expecting this huge battle sequence, and it's not much. Just credit scenes. <laughs> just get just get drowned. Like. <laughs> Line up everybody and everything, and then just go to the credits that we've always been dreading every episode. Oh, yeah. please stand by. WandaVision will be back <laughs> in theaters 2022. Oh, Wanda boy. will return in yeah. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh. <laughs> oh, this, hurts. Oh, this, this physically pains me hearing these. <laughs> it's also going to say, cross your fingers that COVID goes away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they don't get—they don't give a shit hope, now. Hope they don't care now. And all this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Mephisto is COVID. <laughs> of course. Definitely. Oh my God, that's Should've gonna be end, that's gonna be the end of his villain song. It's like I created COVID too. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm about ready to wrap up. I just saw how long we've been going for. I don't want to hold you guys up any longer. Um. You guys got anything else you want to add on before we before we start to tie it up? Um, no, I I'm good. Um, all I know is that Vision, uh, Darcy told Vision everything, and I think yeah. that's going to be part of the next episode where he's like Wanda because he flew and he's going back home. He found a way, so he's going to know what's going on and exactly what to do. Um, other than that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm out because this yeah. episode got me stuck. <laughs> Was it weird to anybody else how much like specific information they've had about Infinity War and Endgame? Like, I didn't I didn't pick up on that. What do you mean? Like Darcy talking about like the specifics to how Vision died. He mm-hmm. died twice. She's like, oh, he died twice, or it's like she killed you to save half of a. Uh, yeah. Half of the universe is like, well, did it work? She's like, well, it did until time got rewound and then you came back and then Thanos killed you again. Oh, right, wait watched. a second. Yeah. And he's like, why you kill? Why does she kill me? Like, do she love me? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, she definitely loves you. I think that's going to be the demise. That, of- yeah, that and like that when they were talking about the specifics of the fight between Thanos. I'm like, how did you get, like, did you guys, like, rent the DVD? Like, how did you, <laughs> how did you know all this, this going it's on? It's like, Darcy, you didn't, you weren't there. You didn't see, uh, you didn't see that happen. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Cap wasn't going to tell. Maybe she met up with the, 
Was it Luis from Ant Man? Oh yeah. Are <laughs> oh, you, oh, you talking about how Darcy knew that fucking Vision yeah. died twice or whatever? Yeah. Steve mentioned that. And I'm like, damn. Like, I imagine if you're part of the Avengers, you'd want to gossip a little bit. But damn, that's like, that's some heavy shit. How would people know that? Like me? Like, yeah, that's. I mean, she's kind of higher up there. She kind of yeah, knows Thor high, and all that. Higher up, like maybe Thor, like got a, like maybe she ran to Thor and she like gave a rundown of everything that happened. <laughs> Could have worked with Tony. I mean, yeah. right? Like we don't know. Like I think she, yeah, she got her degree. She didn't get blipped, right? No. Well, as far Darcy. as we know, she didn't. As far as Darcy I know, yeah, wasn't she, blipped. Yeah, she, Darcy yeah, wasn't she, blipped. Yeah, she Steffi's. worked her way up and like she's she knows all about this shit and like got that frequency shit right out of the bat. She was like, oh, no, give me an old TV like right now. So she knows her stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised. Just like I wouldn't be surprised that that's kind of like weird common knowledge that people know. Just a bunch of rant, like kids at school arguing over inconsistencies and in, uh, <laughs> whatever movies are going down. <laughs> Vision was killed by the time. So no, it was Thanos that killed him. Well, Wanda killed him. No, first. Wanda did it. Can you imagine teachers? What the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> So like, first off, you're both wrong. <laughs> I get back to the lesson. <laughs> so I wonder. So we saw different versions of Monica when she went through WandaVision. It has to be the same thing with Vision, right? Where he had to have existed in a point in time where he wasn't destroyed, had the Mind Stone, and then that's what's existing in the Hex? I didn't... For me, when he exited out of the WandaVision with Time Stone, I was like, or with the Mind Stone, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. That's fucking heavy. Because now all of a sudden, one of them temporarily existed in this timeline, and we all know that that shit is not cool. Does that mean all of them could exist in a certain timeline? Louis, going off what you said, because throughout the episodes, I thought Vision's, you know, his, you know, the, the diamond that he had on his head i thought it was like legit like diamond form but it's actually a hexagon like every single thing that's been um visualized in this show yeah like <laughs> it's not actually a diamond is it's a hexagon if you look at it so i don't know like you gotta like, I don't know if Wanda can basically bring him back to life. Like, in reality, we saw that he can disintegrate when he's out of the hexagon. Um, but I don't know if he can function without her or just did she generally bring him back to life? Because, like, with that red force field that she brought up, in the last episode, well, was it episode five or six, where she brought that red force filled up? Because beforehand, she, he probably could have been out of there and been good, but since she had that force field that she did herself, he mm. disintegrated. So, who knows? Yeah, I feel like the, the 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 main thing is that they don't want. At first, it was like outside interference uh-huh. to go in and it was very easy for other people to go in and then they just started like ramping up kind of like wizards in harry potter 
They're like, yeah. we need to get our curses right. Make sure nobody notices. Nobody can get in. Nobody can do anything. And it got harder and harder. But then it got a certain point. I'm pretty sure that's why Monica was able to get through because she's already been rewritten twice. Yeah. So like she has the script, I guess. For me, I I've been seeing this a lot of like video game rendering, mm-hmm. where it's like so Vision. I think this is all kind of revolved around Vision one way or another, where it's like we have to start with the skeleton, right? Vision is at the base part. He got his stone ripped out. He got his subconscious ripped out. So we're going to start in the 1950s to make it very easy, very lukewarm, very superficial storytelling and everything and kind of get a general idea. And like, we're going to start building a relationship, get you more and more complex. As complex as the mind gets, the more you start to realize you're more self-aware, you're realizing the world around you is not real. You start becoming more kind of like a child learning that your parents start to lie. Or your parents aren't exactly, you know, the the guardians that you sought them to be. Vision's like, all right, wait, so you're telling me Wanda killed me? He's like, yeah, but it's not that simple. It was to save half the universe. <laughs> and he's like, still yeah. trying to. He's like, he's having this existential thing. He's just like, did it work? And she's like, kinda. Like, how fucking crazy is that? He's like, all right, but my real consciousness was created because of Ultron, this maniacal genocidal robot. That wanted to wipe out the human race. And she's like, yeah. Like, just, yeah. No, like... (laughs) She just sees him as a robot. And she's just like, yeah, like, deal with it. Like, so what? Like, get over it. Like, that's in the past. You should know that by now. But I don't know that. As a child or as a whatever. Like, he's... He's having this... Crazy, conflicted thing. Like you said, is to him it's like it happened to somebody else yeah he was struggling trying to like he's like he's like i feel like i've only been here weeks mm-hmm. one has been experiencing for longer than that and just like the the concept of time like it's coming back to him you know what's an avenger how do you mm-hmm. teach that to him how do you teach that to anybody else that lost their memory he should uh should hang out with bucky <laughs> <laughs> Well, that pre- premieres, I think, a week after this is uh, over. I think oh, my God. I would, love weeks, I, think. I would love it if the two of them became best friends. Bucky <laughs> 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 uh, just sits, sits Vision down. All right, listen to me. This, this, this used to help me. <laughs> Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> this nothing. I forget the other words that they say to him. Uh, Homecoming is the only one I can remember. <laughs> Uh, yeah, guys. So I really do not want to hit the three hour mark on this uh, podcast because <laughs> yeah. this is going to be a bitch to uh, edit. Uh, I don't want to cut us off because uh, I feel like there's so much more to talk about, but I really don't want to work that much harder on editing. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, real quickly, though, like anything else you guys want to throw on? Don't be don't be scared to throw it out there just because I said that. Like, is there anything else you guys want to throw out there as far as like an opinion or something else you noticed in the episode you want to talk about? Oh. Yeah. Jackie? I'm good. I think we hit everything. Lou, you got anything? Yeah, I, yeah, we touched on everything and more. I feel very enlightened in them. I'm, uh, it sucks that it's a Monday because I'm so excited to, for it to be Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last, when, I, when I finally got finished editing last week's episode and posted it, uh, I, I didn't get it posted until Wednesday, and 
<laughs> you know, two days later, it was. I was like, oh shit, I'm watching the new episode already. This is fucking awesome. Perry, <laughs> 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 uh, you got anything you want to add on, throw on there, buddy? No, I think we we pretty much covered everything, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I feel like between now and Friday, we'll probably we may think of stuff that, to add on. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be at the bar and you're going to be pouring a drink and you'll be like, God fucking damn it, I shoot <laughs> <laughs> Not even then. I'm probably right after this episode. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> we text each other, just like, damn. Just it. be sitting there, and be like, fuck. I could have said this. So, guys, I just realized that half the cast are Nexus beings within the comics. <laughs> Yo, did you see Nimrod in the background? <laughs> guys, with that, I'm all out as well. I got nothing to add on here. Uh, we're going to uh, throw it out there. Uh, Jackie, you got anything? Uh... I mean, first of all, thank you for coming on again. Uh, missed you last week. Glad you came on this week. Um, yeah. You got anything you want to plug, promote? Uh, yeah. So May 21st uh, will be the premiere of Army of the Dead with Zack Snyder being the director, which it was amazing to work with him. And I play a Playboy zombie. Um, so check that out. <laughs> and also um, April... 18th is mayor of east town uh with kate winslet and uh, yeah where i play one of the students that play basketball with you know her as growing up so yeah check that out and thank you for having me I, like it's been a lot of fun every time i'm on the show with you guys i have so much fun i'm so happy you come on jackie i'm glad like uh I- I'm-, I'm just so happy you can vibe with the- with the conversation i love it and uh yeah <laughs> Always everybody <laughs> everybody check out army of the dead mayor of east town uh i believe that's an hbo show right yes on hbo yep All right, right on uh, and, check that uh out. army of the dead will be on netflix right on check it check all that good stuff out look for jackie as the playboy bunny in army oh, yeah. of the dead <laughs> <laughs> like that's funny to like say it, but yeah i'm a playboy zombie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Perry, anything you got to throw out there? Promote, buddy? Not yet. All right, One, it's coming, bro. It's coming. It's, it's coming, bro. <laughs> I see it in your face every day. You're going to drop the hammer on me, man. <laughs> I'm <a> this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be like Thor in Endgame. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, be a hell of a reveal, wouldn't it? <laughs> Watch the new episode just walk on screen. <laughs> I'm just gonna be it's eating my Perry pizza. the whole time. Oh, Perry. It's been Perry all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Louie, uh, throw it to you, man. Anything you gotta plug, promote? Uh, nothing personally, no. But I do appreciate you throwing it at uh, him. I'll try to get something in the works. Word, word. Good stuff, man. Always always a pleasure. I, I love talking shop with you, buddy. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you again, man. Likewise, man. I'm always a pleasure. I know I've only been here two times, but it's been great. Can't wait to be back for more. And, uh, well, guys, I got jack shit coming down the pipeline. Uh, I got nothing to promote either. And with that, thank you, as always, for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner. This has been Out of the Panels. Uh, tune in next time because we're going to be talking about episode 8 of WandaVision. Fuck me if the trailer comes out between now and then because uh, we're going to talk about it. So, uh, alright. Later.